Yeah, it, it, That's it, what it, I appreciate it. about you, Katie. What you got in there? appreciates about me? <laughs> Just gonna go ahead and take 10% off the top right there. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, I just, we don't need to turn this into that kind of game. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome Hi. back to Torchlit Tavern. You probably have heard some voices that normally aren't on the show. That's because it's good nut again. It's November, and we're celebrating our not really Thanksgiving because that's a dumb problematic holiday that not everyone celebrates. We're doing good nut, the one that we celebrate, that we're going to make all you celebrate because we love it. It's about getting together as friends at the table. So we've got Katie and Olvin, who are normally on our Twitch stream with us, joining us to add their hilarity and zanity to our normal hilarity and zanity. Our show just increased by 200%. It's fantastic. Well, because we, you said it take 20% off the top, so it's at most That was earlier. 80%. Oh, you're right. It's going to be 260% better. Uh, so... <laughs> math. Math. Welcome to Torchlit Tavern. My name is Jameson Oxford. I will be your dungeon master. Playing with me today... Oh my. Jump on the grenade. <laughs> We're going to start with Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I'm normally on the podcast as, you know... Another guy, he's 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 uh he's a fishy boy. But today I'm not a fishy boy. I'm here for good nut. Let's let's get that good nut going. All right, I'll go next. Hey, it's me. It's Ryan. I'm back again. Just here for good nut, you know. And who's next? I'm next. All right, everybody. Oh, ah. it's Katie. It's Katie. Katie. <laughs> I'm just gonna take it. We've got to fight. Yeah, go go ahead. Fight. Go Snipe myself it. on the grenade. No, it's fine. It's fine. You're you're more well known anyway. Uh, probably not, but I'm Katie Mischief. Uh, I normally am on the Twitch stream as Aurelia Johnson, but today I will be playing Helena Bloomingstar. <gasps> she did the thing. The thing has been done. Now who's next? Well, I'm not going to interrupt all of it. I'm not going to run it for that. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I don't want to be the jerk that interrupts both of the newbies. Uh, all right. Well, I am Olvin, a.k.a. Left for the Last. I am a part of the Twitch stream where I play a game and I run a game. And I'm not going to tell you who I play today. Mm. All right. We're all very Secret. secretive, except for Katie. All right, and uh, last of the party, par for the course, uh, I'm Mitch. You might know me from the Twitch stream. I'm the guy who talks shit in the comments. It's true. Fair. <laughs> he is on. Where people, that's yeah. definitely where people know you from, Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. Here I'm on the sure. podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I also do a D&D podcast. Yes, we are this a D&D podcast. specifically. Yeah. I, di I didn't Weird. say it. We are a real play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast, as evidenced by the fact that we have no idea what we're apparently doing at any given time. And if you've played D&D with friends, that should be how you play it. If you're better than us, then I don't want to hear about it. Uh, whatever, you're cool. Uh, anyway, um, normally we would do like uh, a last time and stuff like that, but I'm going to replace that with Olvin and Katie. Normally uh, you would say it's a board game. Uh, nah, I mean, this, this is good now, man. I'm not going to trick nobody today. This is about role-playing games. I'm not going to say Dungeons & Dragons specifically, even though that is our favorite. But uh, it's about getting together with your friends uh, and playing that game and making a dumb story where you guys burn down half the town and all have a good laugh. Katie, Olvid, is there anything you guys would like to plug before we start off? Jeff. No, I left <gasps> all those uh, in a storage container. Fantastic. Katie, do you have yours, or... All the things you wanted to plug? No, all the plugs. Somebody chase down Jay and beat him up until I'm uh, part of the podcast for realsies, thanks. <laughs> yes. You heard it here first, jokes. I'm free. <laughs> I'm out. Katie plays it there now. 
<laughs> I'd rather die than play your character. Oh, God. <laughs> Me too. Nine I could take over, but... Hey. All right. <sighs> On that note, I suppose... I could uh, play 9.2. Seeing as Katie just plugged <laughs> Mitch real hard, uh, let's <laughs> go ahead and start our show. When you were all young, you all dreamed of big adventures. You told each other stories of when you would grow old enough to see the world, to seduce royalty, and to defeat mighty dragons. And you lived out these far-off lives early with one another through games. Your dungeon master, Edo, would gather everyone together, and you would slay goblins and assault their towers from the safety of each other's homes and dens. Sometimes, if the weather was good, you would go to your clubhouse in Ramshackle Cave. Mighty heroes you all were, together telling stories that made the minstrels and babysitters weep. You all played... What should we call the game that you guys all played? Pathfinder. <laughs> I was going to say make one up, but... Wyverns and no, Wenches. No, like a good game. You all played... Wyverns and, Wyverns and Wenches, Torchlit Knights. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Torchlit Knights. But you all eventually grew older and the call of adventure took each of you in its own way. Some of you took the king's coin and became warriors and knights. Others turned to the study of magics or the simple thrill of tomb diving. But each of you became what you all once dreamed of. Heroes. All except Edo, who stayed in your quiet village. But he has a good life with his family, and you all make it a point to reconvene once a year on the day of Goodnut to play wyverns and wenches tor <laughs> torchlit knights again. <laughs> But last year... Is that with a K? Last year, you didn't make it. Maybe the world needed saving, or you landed in the clink, duty call, or any number of good and rightful reasons an adult may have to pass on childish things. You'll make it up to everyone next year when you showed up for session. And so it's been two years since you've been to the small town that you all grew up in. Upon your arrival the following year, something is already off. Normally, Edo greets you all at the edge of his property. You guys bumped into each other at the edge of his property. So go ahead, and as you guys arrive, uh, go ahead and introduce your character. Todd is there first. It's a fantasy. Go ahead. Todd's uh, there first. Uh, Ovid, describe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of your shit already. I love it. Oh, man. This is what it's like. Okay. Hey, hey so... Quick pause, quick pause. Hey, Katie and Got him. if ever you wonder, like, you guys you guys know me personally, if ever you wonder, like, hey, like, I wonder why he spends hours in there and, like, this, it seems so weird and wild. This is it. This is it. <laughs> trash. This is the peak behind the curtain you were always waiting for. It's already for. a goddamn this mess. All right, it's so. being mid. Yep. This, this is, Todd is a red-skinned, four-foot-eight, no. <laughs> Describe yourself, man. He looks just like you. Ugh. That's why you have to describe him. Yeah. Six Mitch is dying on the video right <laughs> now. He's so proud of himself. All right. So it's 6'2", red skin. I'm trying to take a drink and I almost died. <laughs> I'm never going to through this. 6'2", red skin, long, uh, curling horns, uh, no tail, 
but hooves for feet. So you're a right. dwarf? That's nope. what I look like. I'm a no clothes, huh? Damn. I'm a dwarf with a toenail <laughs> disorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Todd stands uh... there looking uh, just like Olvin's character, and uh, waiting for everyone to show up, because Todd <laughs> is always early. It's a fantasy. I can play things I'm not uh, Yeah, I, I love that. I love that you did that for yourself, bro. As to- hey, Todd, got, uh, Todd got there, he's been waiting for Edda to show up and for anyone else. Uh, what What is Olvin's character's name? Conrad <laughs> <laughs> Vleminski. Love it. Wait. So, does Comrade Valinsky have a Russian accent, I assume? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we need well, to figure this out figure that so out. I know what I sound like. Ryan's, you have very little time to Ryan, figure this Ryan out. Ryan is giving you some, cha- uh, some time to figure that out, Ryan. It's going to be a very terrible, yes. terrible Russian my, my character shows up, and uh, I see uh, this person standing there, and I go, Point two. Point two really wanted to be here. Hello, Conrad. Um, hello, friend. <laughs> you see, walking up a uh, not not Nolvin's one. Not a skinny-looking uh, warforged. Uh, he is wearing kind kind of like what a monk wears. You know, it's kind of like that half shirt where it's just over the one shoulder, but it's it's mainly primarily made of like moss, and you see. Uh, some mushroom caps hanging off of it here and there. I've got like a nice little mushroom necklace. I'm walking up with a with a staff and a nice mushroom capped looking hat. And uh, this is Gus Inaki. How, how are you doing, my friend? And uh, not comrade, comrade Todd, I guess, if you will. Comrade Todd approaches and gives Gus a a large boisterous clap on the shoulder. Oh wait, are you actually Todd now? Have you switched yeah. back to just being Todd? Well, he well, looked, do you still no, look like his voice. Canonically, he's always Todd. looked just like him. You, you can yeah, tell my voice by his voice. Oh. Canonically, he's always looked just uh, like. Apologies, yeah. obviously from far away, and then without hearing your voice, I thought you were Conrad. Apologies. Yes, of course. No harm is done. Yes, I'm doing very well. How was uh, the last? Good. I, I'm, I'm sorry to have missed it. You were here. I was not. We were all here. No. It's been one year's time, and I've returned as we have prescribed. I mean, no. I was definitely not at the last one. In the middle of the of you and and uh, Todd talking, you notice over Todd's shoulder, behind a bush, not very well hidden, a... Yes, a, a half-elf rogue. Your friend, Dara. Oh, hello, Dara. Standing at, standing at five foot three. A rather stocky build at 190. Jesus. Yeah, I rolled that. You a uh, uh, thick boy. Yeah. Short, short. King, I, lo- I short love me a fat rogue. That's boy. a successful rogue. With with short white hair and pale green eyes and tawny skin, I come out. Ah, ah, yes. What a pleasure it is to be here again. Sorry, I'm just most unfortunate that I missed last year. Whatever do you mean, Daro? You continue to speak as though we've missed two years. It has been one year's time, and I have returned from my crusade. No, you weren't here last year. Well, I wasn't here last year. And, of course, you weren't here the year before that. I was also uns- not here last year. Weird. Quite strange. Katie, Olvin, if you are fighting for last, you will need to roll initiative. 
Lowest I wins. I, yeah, I already failed. I got a 24. I couldn't possibly get anything close to that. I got All a right. plus four and I rolled a net 20. Nice. I'm not happy oh, about nice. this. Sorry, really? Conrad. You yes. appear. You, you come up the path behind them. Conrad walking up in fancy clothes. Fancy clothes. Conrad has hidden his tail. Conrad has nice shiny hooves and glo- gold accessories on his horns. Stolen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he thinks he's running late, so he's kind of in a quicken pace as he walks up and he sees himself. And oh, I will remember names. And Gus. <laughs> and what was the role I needed to beat to see Daro? It's 11 and it's passive. Oh, and I'm sure wow, you okay. beat. Passes a 15. And I see Daro in a bush. Hello, Conrad. Hey, Todd. How long has it been? Oh, it's... fuck. No. Over. No. Shit. What? You ruined everything. You've said the magic. Fr- you've said the magic accent. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna just draw him in like a like a moth to a flame. That's true. Try. Oh. Nope, don't help him. That was an accident. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> it's not your to. job, Olvin. I'm sorry. It's not your job, Olvin. He let him sink or swim on his own merit. Introduce your character. <laughs> oh, I got... <laughs> Hello, comrades. I thought, how are you? <laughs> I am good, friend. How are you today? How long has it been? One uh, year, yes? Two. It's been two years. We missed him. Conrad, you weren't at the last one either? At this point, Conrad Todd begins to look concerned. Da, I had some previous engagement I could not escape. See, did any of us go to the last one? Well, we're still one more short. Maybe we'll find out soon. Hopefully she will know. And at that time, uh, you see trotting up on a horse, just covered in saddlebags. You can smell the incense probably before you see the horse. And not at a quickened pace. You look like she's taking, she looks like she's taking great care to not look like she's rushing. Uh, but you guys know uh, her very well. Fast, as a, slow as a, walking. As, yes, as a childhood friend, you know that she has an issue with being on time. Things get away from her, uh, and she kind of trots up. Hello, boys. It's been a long time. Duh. How are you? Hello, Helena. Greetings. Welcome back, Mr. Blooming. It is Blooming good to see you. Uh, she dismounts and uh, pulls up the, the horse and goes, This is Sprinkles, my newest horse. Since the last one met an untimely end. Uh, Sorry I missed last year, guys. Uh, I brought some gifts to make up for it. Oh. You also missed last year? Well, it appeared that we all did. None of us made it? What What was holding all of you up? Well, there was that big battle, and as a healer, I had to be there. There was a large battle last year? On the eastern coast. It probably wouldn't have affected you guys here, but I've been working really hard as a good healer, and following Vespra's been such a blessing. Were all of you involved in this battle? No, actually, I myself was on my way here to partake in our regular festivities, but uh, unfortunately, Mother pushed a software update and didn't tell me, so unfortunately, I was down powered down in the woods for three days, completing an update. That's a bad connection. <laughs> it wasn't the woods is shit, dude. <laughs> when I awoke, I was entirely naked, and all of my things had been stolen. Luckily, I was just able to grow them back. Dara, are you sure you didn't get to make it with heavier pockets than normal? I take a deep bow and 
and look up with a uh, with a sort of smirk and go, Madam, if it were me, I would have given him his things back when I saw him this year, as I always do when I take your things. Well, where's my most bracelet? Of the time. I said most of the time. Oh. You get your bracelet back soon as I remember who I sold it to. Never change, Daro. Never change. I never will. Why not have you last year? Well, funny story, actually. You all know well that I've taken to treasure hunting, and I found myself months before, well, maybe a month before last year's good night, I was deep within a, a cave searching for what was supposed to be an abandoned treasure. But, well, traps still trap, and a maze spell kept me quite occupied for quite some time. That is rather unfortunate, Daro, but thank you for your explanation. Todd, who, as you all I'm sure can see, is no stranger to talking, has been just standing there quietly and, and looking more and more concerned. Todd, Todd sort of shakes out of it. I, I have been on crusade with the Numenites. Simply a fortnight past our last campaign, a gateway to the Hellrath plane opened, and I have been engaged in battle for one year's time since. Honey. Though I am learning that it is two years' time yes. since. Honey, that opened up two years ago. And I put my, my hand very softly, like, on your, like, shoulder chest area. Um, I go, that happened. And I start kind of, like, massaging a little bit. I'm so sorry that that happened. And, uh, Comrade Todd shifts entirely. And he, he turns into a tall, proud, very brohand-looking Numenite figure. Uh, just the, the most common, bland Numenite you can think of. His whole body alights with glowing gold light, and he says, Fear not, my lady friend, I have been striking into the heart of evil itself. I bring down sacred justice and holy damnation upon those evil, wretched beings. We have pierced into the hearts of hells, and if two years of my life is the price that I must pay, then I gladly leave it there. I see. Well done, Todd. Congratulations on finding your passion, Todd. Yes, many have questioned my calling, but I glow with the divine lights. Well, I can absolutely tell you that I don't support your choice, but I do support that you found something. As long as you and I steer clear of each other in our professional works, that is all the well good to hear. Comrade, what kept you away? Well, well, my friends, I, uh, traveling the plains. Oh. I got caught, uh, hunting a thief. Hunting a thief? Not you, my friend. Uh, obviously not. You wouldn't have caught me. Says the one who can't hide behind the bush. This year was a trap. <laughs> He's got you. <laughs> <laughs> Some... Other planner godly being asked for help to hunt down some thief that stole his favorite bracelet sick sex toy. I thought it was something else, but when I got it <laughs> oh. back it was a fucking sex toy. I was not <laughs> a happy man. Unfortunate what a naughty being. Yeah, do you think a goddess of harvest would have a sickle not that? I see. <laughs> it's about planting seeds, alright? Quite <laughs> quite strange. Well, any good gear along the way, though? Ah, quite a bit. None that I could take. Uh, unfortunate. They, they, had, uh, they hid their eye on everybody who was not of that plane. It was kind of annoying. Well, let us move into Edo's abode. 
I believe we've kept him long enough. The I think he might be a bit angered. We didn't make it, any of us. And he's not here to greet us, which is unlike him. Will one of you boys help me on the horse? Of course. Madam, we're going inside. You don't need to re... Mount? Uh, it's there too it is. Late. Remount the horse. New- Numenite Todd has already helped her remount. So, you guys <laughs> mount back up on the horse, and you move the half mile to from the edge of his property to his home. His house is a small place. It is a quaint cottage in the middle of his land. And when you get there, the door is closed. Nobody's, there's no kids running around. You know, he has a family that live around. And uh, it's strangely quiet as you come up to the door. Maybe the family was sent away for the weekend so that we could have some time? Or perhaps we could just knock and ask. I do so. I'm, I go up and I knock. Before your hand even touches the door, it yanks open, and standing in front of you is Dira, his wife. And she looks distraught and upset. Oh, Dira, hello. Oh, thank God, you came, you made it. Uh, I was worried that, with with you guys not showing up last year, that you wouldn't come now. Yes, Uh, terribly sorry about that. Um, is everything okay? No, I I don't know where Edo is. He's been gone for weeks. Weeks? Weeks? Yes. What do you mean he's been gone for weeks? Explain. Okay, you guys didn't make it last year, right? And that he he took it in stride. He knows you guys are busy doing things, but it, it upset him. And he thought that he would try to get things to be really exciting this year when you showed up. He hoped that, you know, he, was, he wasn't going to mention it. But he said that he was going to go back to Ramshackle Cave and surprise you guys by setting it up and, and like, cleaning it out and ha- let you guys play there like you did as kids. He wanted to do a really big game for you guys. I don't understand how it works, but, uh, (laughs) yes. Yes, there's a lot of rules. And he, he went and he cleared out the pathway. And then a few weeks ago he went and he never came back. Uh, at first I thought he may have just camped out there, but then a couple days later, a note was pinned to my door and she just said, here. And she hands you a note. I take it. And yeah, sure. She hands you the note. Comrade Todd shifts into Comrade Tall and just peeks over the top of uh, Comrade Volinsky's shoulder to read the note with him. In scratched, damaged common. Doesn't look like they understand how to really write. It says, We have Edo. If you want him back, come to Ramshackle K. (sighs) She continues, No one in town felt safe enough. A couple people went into the mouth and something attacked them. One of them didn't make it. And the other one ran out. And we knew you were coming soon, so we hoped you could help him. But it's been weeks, and I'm starting to be very, very worried about Edo. Can you, can you can guys... Can I roll an insight check uh, sure. to see if this is all just a ploy? Sure. <laughs> to get us excited for the game? Sure. Yeah, I'm into that. Or, like, get into the game more? Yeah, sure. It's, this is the game. Uh, yeah. I'm going to roll... I'm going to ask for the note. Uh, can I... Can I see that? And 27? I hand it over. That's my, my one nat 20 for the night, guys. Nice. Uh, he hands you the note. It, uh, it says that. What, what, what do you want to know about the note? I roll investigation on the note. Uh, it's a 20, dirty. Okay. So, uh, Katie, uh, Helena watches the wife, and you've known her a long time. Uh, Edo and you guys are very passionate about this old game. She doesn't get it. She's never understood it, and you've never seen her have the ability to roleplay or act before. You believe that she is being genuine. This this doesn't feel like if you, if she was in on it, 
she'd be the weak link and you're not getting that sensation. She looks legitimately afraid for Edo. Do you believe her? Uh, Jeff, you recognize that the that it is written on a piece of very old parchment, and you realize that on the back is some running ink, and you realize that it has been written on the back of what looks like Edo's Dungeon Master notes. If we hurry, perhaps we can save the villager that didn't make it. This is a piece of his notes. We should move quickly. Where are the children? Uh, she she opens the door a little wider, and you see that the kids are inside, and they, and they wave because they know you, and they, they, like a couple of them come running out. We're here, we're here. Are you gonna find our dad? Dara steps forward and grabs the the wife by her hand, like in a caring manner, and he goes, "Worry not, madam. Of course, it is just, uh, it is just Edo being Edo. He's just wrapped up in something. I'm sure we will certainly find him." In the most safe manner he could be. Nothing for you to worry about. I, uh, I hug the children, uh, cause I, I like kids, you know, I was the babysitter. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I hug them and Someone's I go, gotta. you know, I have spent a long time away from here so that I can heal any sort of injury. Okay. And through the power of God. You think he's God hurt? Vespera, no, but I do think whatever has no, him. No, of course not. Will get hurt. You look, they look I, up at you and they're like, whoa. Uh, they look, I, I kind of like shut down her will get hurt thing and go, of course he's unhurt. There is nothing to worry about. I don't think he's in any sort of trouble at all. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just ruffle both their hairs. <laughs> Adorable. All, all oh. two of their hairs. Yes. There are a couple of Charlie Browns. Don't worry, children. We will bring him home very quickly. In the meantime, here, play on this. And I'm going to grow a giant mushroom out of the ground. And I pick them both up and let them bounce on it like a trampoline. Trampampoline. So Dira looks at uh, you guys all and says, thanks for distracting them. They've, it's been hard to keep everything together around here. Can you go, can you go look into it right away? Not to worry. We will bring him home. Duh. As I said, I'm sure he's With fine. Most we'll just go handle this for you. You do not have to worry. A few miles from town and into a wooded area you travel, eventually following a creek bed and an old deer path before that gives away to a series of sparsely placed large flat stones that may have been considered a walkway. Along the path you see several crude signposts bearing strange phrases in common, such as stay out, no ogars allowed, and turn back or be dash where. You recognize these signs as things you guys made when you were kids, and it looks like somebody has recently picked them up, put them back into the ground, and retouched up some of the paint. Eventually you come to a buttress of rock rising from the earth before a short, dirt cliff. The face of it, little more than a series of old stones that appear stacked against each other by chance. At the base, a seven-foot-tall, narrow cave entrance can be seen, the darkness behind it hinting at the cave system's depth. A large plank of wood wedged at the top states this place to be Ramshackle Cave. Welcome back to the old clubhouse. Uh, it has been quite a long time since we've been back at the old clubhouse. Indeed. Duh. But at least it doesn't look as bad as I thought it would have. Are you kidding me? These signs are awful. Duh. We were children. Uh, you help. The memories. Could be more overgrown for my tastes. The world could be overgrown and it still wouldn't be enough. Ah, uh, always tending your plants. Shall we move forward in our errand of rescuing Edo then? Yes, yes, let us hope that he is safe. 
allow me to look ahead. By all means. Go ahead and give me that stealth roll, Jeff, because I see what you're doing here. Ah, hold on. Before he does, Ooh. Oh. I do a thing. Before I do... <laughs> Before he does uh, a thing, I, gotta, I do I gotta a thing. find out where... No, 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 no. <clears throat> I'm doing a thing for him. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure he's trying to help. Maybe he's got passed without a trace. I do. I do, yeah. too. That's, that's very, very so good. I'll give, I will go ahead and cast that and give all of us a plus 10 to stealth. Well, I'm going to need it, boys. Did you roll a one? No, I didn't. You're probably fine. <laughs> yeah. I rolled, uh, I rolled without the paths without a trace, 16. So with Pass Without a Trace 26. Numenite Todd shouts out, Ward of Fate! And he holds his palm up to the sky, and a beam of light comes down from the heavens, and enshrouds his entire body in the outline of golden armor. So much for stealth. Uh, I rolled stealth as well, and I got <laughs> yes, a 29 total. Paladins don't stealth. So Conrad and Dara move forward, silent as the night. After the spells are cast, you guys practically disappear in front of your friends and move up to the cave mouth. You can only enter single file should you both enter. Who has dark vision? I do. I do. I have dark vision. Okay, good. Despite the closeness to the outside, you are now surprised how dark this room is and how tall it feels. But once you get inside and your eyes adjust, the jagged cavern is 60 feet long and barely 25 feet wide. But you can't make out a ceiling in the darkness. Something seems to be darker than the dark. Uh, give me a perception check. Yes. Just him or both of us? Uh, did you move into the room? Uh, I will technically, if I'm moving by just our 30 feet, I'm just outside the cave. Okay, if you that don't one. move in, then Todd, the perception won't help you. Numenite Todd is going to march directly into this hole, and that is clear. If you want to be ahead of him, bearing that it be a single file, yeah. that was your opportunity. So, Daro, uh, you don't hear anything but the sound of dripping water. Somewhere deeper in, there sounds like there might be uh, a small stream. You guys remember that there was a stream that ran through the middle of this cave. Uh, you also know that if you go too far forward, there is a pit, which you can see. Otherwise, yes. you don't pick up anything strange other than the darkness above you. Of course. Um, you can hear the clank-clank of Mitch's character coming up behind well, you as you learn this information. He's not wearing physical armor. He doesn't technically clank, but he glows. Well, he's not being stealthy. You can hear him yeah. with his footprints. You can hear his, uh, footprints. his heavy footfalls. When he, yeah, yeah he, he's stomping. He's like trying to make up for it. So Helena and I are still at the cave mouth then? Yeah, Wherever I you follow be. up behind uh, the boys no matter what. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grow some mushrooms out of the ground so that Helena can safely make it off her horse because I <laughs> doubt the horse can go in the cave. Mushroom guy. Thank you so much, love. Of course. Uh, I also... I would like to note that while I do not have dark vision, my fungal hat here is bioluminescent. Night. Okay. I, uh, I do not have dark vision either. I shall lead us onward, friends! Come! Salvation Bran! And a be another beam of light comes down, strikes the ground, <sighs> and Todd reaches out, grabs the literal beam of light, and breaks it, forming a greatsword. Yeah, Conrad so is very happy to be behind this, so there are, anything's <laughs> focused on him, not me. Yeah, so Conrad, you're still outside as as fucking Todd walks past you. Uh, Daro, do you do anything as you hear him loudly coming up behind you? I said I was gonna say you roll in that one, so maybe you don't know he's coming up behind you, but you fucking do now. Yes, no, of course. Once I once he starts yelling, I <laughs> I move my way into one of the the nooks in the corners that I'm so familiar with in this cave as this is where we spent much of our childhood. Yes, and all of you remember, uh, this cave is about, it, it's fairly deep. There's a couple of passageways that connect three main caverns. 
Uh, and in the first cavern, you guys know that there is a pit. Do you have dark vision, uh, Todd? No, he doesn't. No. Tieflings don't? Okay. I'm so, not yeah. a tiefling. Oh, yeah, you're a changeling. changeling. That's right. Sorry. That's right. So, yeah, you, you know that there is a pit towards the, the back third of this cave from memory, but you can't see it. Immediately you walk in and it's dark. It's very, very dark. What do you do? Uh, Todd, priorities. My lady, have you a way to defend yourself in this dark endeavor? Of course I do, my love. The guiding light of Vespra. Take this. It is dangerous to go forward alone. And uh, Todd hands you a mundane spear. We are literally all together, Todd. Thank yes, you, love. Be- because it is dangerous to venture on alone. Uh, I'm As we're oh. walking through this tunnel into the entrance here, I'm going to reach behind a rock and find my old bag of mushrooms that I left here. I'm just going to start snacking on those as we're walking through. Ooh, Anyone? I have had to get... Mm, no. Not, wait, I'm sorry. Anyone? Sorry. No? Okay. Uh, Todd lights a torch. <laughs> Todd has to do. Daro rolls an investigation. All right. Uh, Daro, go ahead and roll your investigation as light shines out around Todd. Todd, same thing. You're standing in the entranceway, and you see that there is... There's nothing in the room. It's just like you guys used to see it. It looks like somebody attempted to sweep up, but stopped halfway. There's also some footprints that Daro sees. Several sets of prints. One that definitely looked like Edo, somebody who showed up and tried to clean up. And then there are two more sets of footprints, one of which uh, stops just shy of getting like 20 feet in the room and then turned around and ran the other way. And then another set of footprints that simply stops 30 feet into the room, just short of the pit. This. Oh, how many man. How many sets does that make? Total of three, other than your party, that have been here in the last month or so. And only one of them continues anywhere? The rest of them stop? Uh, Edo's? continued deeper in it seems but his footprints are all over like it's easy to find his prints because he he was all over the room i would like to Uh, roll survival to try and find the freshest set of prints okay if you guys move into the room i need you guys to tell me uh todd moves into the room yeah who's in the room i'm letting other people do things but todd is not stopping todd lit a torch and todd moved forward I'm definitely bringing up the Yeah, I'm going to preoccupy the spot that Daro just gave up while still in stealth. Oh, shit. That's right. There's a map. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to move forward. (laughs) As he moves in, I'm going to try to stay towards the edge of his torchlight. I'm not used to there being an actual map. I got got my bow ready. All right. What is your armor class, Todd? Rude. You can't just ask a man (laughs) his armor class. I can. I, I actually can. I have privilege. Literally the only person that can. 14. Ooh. Oh, why? All right. Use regular armor. (laughs) I can't. So as you move into the room, from the roof drops a, it's almost like a circle of pure black, and it enshrouds the top of your head, enveloping you in darkness. You're going to take six damage, and you are grappled and blind as you are surrounded by what feels like thick, leathery flesh. I take six damage? Yes. Oh, man. I got this, boys. Everybody roll initiative, and Todd, the other thing you notice, other than being blind and bound, is that it it's really hard to breathe. Is it just my head? It's your whole upper body. Like, the whole fucking body. Hmm, that's frustrating. That's 12 for my initiative, boy. I rolled a 22. Damn it, match. 20. 5. 
All right. I don't have your character names written into this encounter, so you'll have to remember when I call out your initiative. So whoever got a 22, have you guys figure out who you want to go first. He has a higher dex. Uh, so, uh, real quick, so Mitch knows what he is, his options are when it comes to his turn. If the target is medium or smaller, it engulfs your head. So, no, you can move your arms. Okay, good. You're, the target is also blinded and unable to breathe while attached in this way. While attached to the target, it can only attack you, and you can break free with a strength check. But I can see it, because, you know, it's on my face. Uh, yeah, sort of. No, it's black. You see black. It's just black. 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 So, 22 goes first. Ah, that's me. Um, I see what happens. Yes, you can see in the dark. He's right in the middle of the room. His torch just gets, like, dropped as he gets caught on his head. Okay, and I know that the other two are basically right behind him, correct? Yes. Um, can I make a roll to see, uh, to, to, as a sort of dungeon delver, can... Give me an intelligence uh, check. Perfect. You want to know about it? Yes. Um, what does a 15 get me? You know this is a dark mantle. It, yeah, the darkness in... Yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, so did Jeff. Yeah, this is some classic, uh, this is some classic D&D time, shit. So. Some old school shit. Dark mantles, you know that they can cast darkness, which explains the shadows above you, and you know that they tend to drop down and suffocate their prey. Absolutely. Do I know if they usually come in more than one? Not all. Not, it's not a... It, it can happen, but it's not uncommon for them to be solo predators as well. Okay. Um, then what I want to do is... I have I have faith in the rest of my party. I'm actually just gonna stay hidden until something else happens. I want to hold my action until <laughs> something more, more dangerous approaches. Because wow. I'm not that I'm not that concerned with this. I'm with not the dark that mantle. guy, pal. I d- I didn't I'm know Rayisk was here. Rayisk is a rogue's rogue, my man. <laughs> so it's yeah. this guy. All right. So you hold your action. What are you doing? I'm gonna hold my action. Uh, uh, I'll pull out my bow, but hold an attack action until something more dangerous shows up. Right? Because he's not in danger yet. And I know yeah. that because I know what he's what's engulfing him. Sure. That's the way that uh, Dara Conrad. would see it. Conrad. Duh. Uh, it's your turn. Because I already had my bow out and ready, I am immediately going to attack twice. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet level five. Anybody who's a martial class gets two attacks right now. Do it. Maybe. Duh. Give me a second. If, uh, if you beat... No, just go ahead and go. If you, uh, if you roll a one, you're going to hit him. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Arrow to the face. Yeah, but let's that's hope I don't hit you with my plus nine to hit. Uh, I mean, I rolled a, a natural 18 plus nine. Uh, does 27, right? 27 hit? Oh, yeah. You, you, it, it is on him, and it is not, like, moving. It's easy to hit. Uh, your plus nine makes it laughable. Minus, you know, rolling a one. So go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that would be a max for 12. Nice. All right, uh, you see that it kind of lets out a screech uh, that is like almost subsonic. You guys hear it at like the edge of your ears. Uh, you fire again? I do. That would be a dirty 20. How much damage? 11. I Todd, will it, also... It, go, it goes over your face, Todd, and almost instantly you hear a like muffled in your head and it kind of just slides off and falls to the ground. No, well, I guess I don't have to get me. Yeah, you killed it. Good work. Fair enough. Hey, uh, my friend, how are you feeling? I have been better, but I am well. You got a little something in your face. Uh, when it dies, I assume the darkness dissipate? Nope. Oh. I look for another one. Yeah, who 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 got the 20 for initiative? I did. Then it's you, your turn. 
Uh, I investigate the room All to right. see if I can uh, see any more. Roll a perception check, not an investigate. Okay. That's much better for me anyway. 25? So you see poking through the darkness what looks like the tip of stalactites, but they move ever so slightly and you realize that there is about five more in the roof. There are five more up there. God told me. <laughs> Jay, is there still darkness on me or? Uh, no, the darkness is above you guys. No darkness is on okay. the ground level. Okay. It is okay. hiding no them. Longer blind. Yeah. As he's re-knocking, an arrow kind of pauses and takes a look over at her and just lets it go. Who rolled uh, the 12? Yo. I'm gonna, can okay. I, is that enough? So the action to search, does that mean I can't use a cantrip? No, you can go. I'm letting him know he's up next. Okay. Uh, so then I'm going to do a word of radiance. Those five okay. creatures must succeed on a con save oh, or shit. take radiant damage. All right. What's the con save? 15. That's one. One. One save. What, what happens if they save? Uh, save. They don't take anything. If they didn't save, they're going to take nine damage. Okay. So the rest of them take nine. Mm-hmm. All right, that's her turn. Do you move? Do anything else? Nope. All right, Todd, you've uh, you you have been face hugged and saved by your friend, and now you stand in the middle with the light, and uh, the sounds of the the weird subsonic like scream kind of goes off again. This time from like louder. Sure, 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 sure. Also, it bursts radiance, so when it happens, they could probably see them, the ones that. Uh, failed. It, it but is magic darkness, so no. Yeah. That sucks twice. Unless it unless it counters darkness. No, I don't think it does. Yeah, no, they couldn't see any more than the tips of the like stalactites that you kind of saw. You, I have a really good but, perception. So. Yeah, your your twenty five perception made you count out five, but there are other stalactites they are hiding amongst, so it'd be hard for them without a check to also pinpoint them. Yeah. Okay. Um. Does a fourteen hit? Uh. What'd you do? Range attack. Yeah. That okay, hits. so does a 14 hit? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Then both of my hits hit. Uh, so, Todd, uh, Lee stabs his, his light greatsword into the ground, holds his hand straight up in the air as though he's clutching something, and yells, Bow of light! Smite my foes! And two tines of light erupt from either side of his hand, and he draws back an arrow of golden shimmering lightning. And when he lets go, the arrow splits into two bolts that each target a different uh, stalactite thing. One does 11 damage, and one does 14 damage. Okay, one of them falls down. The one you hit with 14 damage falls from the roof. And as the bow just evaporates from his hand, he picks up his greatsword again. Uh, and then next time I will do it correctly, where I should make you roll with disadvantage. But move forward. Why? Because you can't really see them. Oh. But I'm moving forward. Uh, five. So, Ryan. All right. Gus. I'm going to go up, and uh, I'm going to cast Thorn Whip at one of them. Okay. Uh, roll it with disadvantage. Unless it's a save. That is an 8 plus 6. It hits. Their AC is 11. That is 3 damage, but I pull it toward me 10 feet. Okay, you yank it from the ceiling. It just sort of floats down as it gets yanked forward 10 feet. It and then add another 3 damage because Halo of Spores. What is that? Describe that. What's that? Uh, Halo of Spores, you can use your reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage to one creature you can see when it moves into a space within 10 feet of you. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Uh, so, that is what you see. You, it yanks down, and you get like this, you see it float down for a moment. And that is the last thing anybody sees as the rest of the dark mantles that remain go, and they all cast darkness. The entire room is now magically dark. Uh, fuck, really? Yes. I was gonna cast darkness. <laughs> Rude. Uh, I mean, if if everyone wants to hold their turns, I suppose I could something about this. It is top of the round, and no one can see shit. All right, so nobody can see anything, so therefore any attacks would be at disadvantage currently. Yes. It's dumb because it's magical darkness, so they can't see us either. Sure. Because that would make sense for... I was going to say, is that how that works? I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> okay, so I rolled on the... On knowing what they are, do I know how, if the darkness they cast has to be on their... Earth, on Centered on them? As a sort uh, of Sounds like an arcana check to me. That does sound like an arcana check. That sounds or like a nature. Actually, it's, it sounds like a nature check is what it does sound like. Uh, 18. Uh, you know that it, that their darkness tends to last 10 minutes, or if they get hurt or die, and you also know that they, they it's usually cast within 15 feet of them. I'll wait. I'll hold my action until... Uh, I'll keep my bow out and hold my action until something comes into view. Conrad. Conrad, yes. Uh, so you said it cast it in the room. Yeah, the whole room is now dark. You can hear the silent, like... Like very faint flap, flap of things moving around in the darkness. Okay. Do not worry, my friends. I shall handle this. Fuck. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm just gonna go ahead and read any action by drawing my dagger and holding it even with my head, pointing <laughs> straight up. Good call. Good well, then call. I'm loving this look. Uh, Who got the I, twenty? I don't want that slime. That's all right, Katie. You're up. What does Helena do? <laughs> Stand beep, back beep. and let my light guide us to victory. Okay, I just do uh, the word of radiance again because it hits a couple of them. Okay, um, what is the radius on that, by the way? I believe it's 10 feet. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then just make your saving throw. Oh, yeah, it's uh, 15 again? Yeah. Pass, you take nothing. Once. Fail, you get uh, 8 damage. Once again, one of them. All right, as... You, you guys see the faint, like, flash of light that that doesn't quite pierce the darkness, but you can hear it, and, like, there's just a little bit of light that kind of shows up before darkness quenches it. And then you guys do hear the, of two things hitting the ground with thumps. And, uh, she goes, may Vesper's light guide you. And she ends her turn. That's terrifying. Todd is a 12. Yeah. Fight me, vile beasts! Yeah, Come so forth and taste the wrath of light and justice! And uh, I need any of them within five feet of me to make a dex save 15. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of roll a random dex save 15. Yeah. Okay. How many How many targets am I rolling for? It saves uh, for nothing. I don't know if any of them are near me, obviously, because I'm blind. So. Well, I mean, the saves. I, I, I rolled the saves. What What's the damage? It's 2d6 for each one. You, you got one of them. Yeah. You hear, uh, you hear Todd cry out, Gavels of light! And there's a faint thrum. And then the ringing clang of a bell or a hammer striking the ground, and it takes three damage. Three-fourths damage. <laughs> well, <laughs> the good news is, is it didn't need much more. You hear another thump, and after the combined attack, the combined uh, divine attacks of your cleric and paladin, um, most of the darkness in the room disintegrates, and you see as it dissipates, there's only one little cloud of darkness 
that sort of floats over to another corner as far away from everyone as possible and stays there. We all know what's coming. Ah, yes, friend, I do suggest you stay in that corner. Waiting for my turn. <laughs> you guys are... Okay. God, guys. <laughs> uh, it is Gus. It's kind of running from us. I feel no need to hurt it. I am going to wave my turn. Yeah, you you guys can see the room now. The, there's the one left. It, after Gus, it is top of the round. Pergaro. Yes, Daro. Uh, it's still shrouded in darkness, right? It it is. Yeah, it is. Keep kept its darkness around itself, and it's just like I said. It, the dark, the cloud of darkness is in the corner. Yeah, if it's shrouded in darkness, there's no point in trying to attack it because if I hadn't seen it to begin with, like you said before, I have very little chance of hitting it with anything. Um, so yeah. It, it hides in the corner, and I go about what's more important, um, finding Edo. So right. what role do I make to try to track him down? Is there? There's only there's one this... direction in this cave. You know, unless the new cracks or fissures have opened up, that you just go north through the cave. Uh, you do know that ahead of you is the, the 15, 20-foot wide pit uh, that you don't want to fall in. Uh, you also know that you guys always had a rope hooked up. Uh, to swing across it. Yeah. Can I use my second story work to just climb? You want to uh, climb along the side of the wall? Yep. Yeah. Uh, roll a climb check. Okay. I want to make an acrobatics <laughs> jump check. Nobody else needs to be, but Todd is still in combat. Oh, well, that was a fucking bad choice for me then. Man, I get I get like a, to just, I have a climb speed anyways. With you have my a climb negative speed? One, it's, yes, it's second oh, story work. I don't know how that I'm works. A thief. Okay, yeah, if you can climb, you just go. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, then, you just yeah, climb I'll over just there. Go. But yeah, Dad, you just do that. I have a climb speed. In this no, that's thing fine. That I, I didn't know that it at. actually gave you a climb speed. I don't need to make you roll for that. So you get you move across uh, along the side of the wall and get to the other side. That's going to make it Conrad. Actually, to be clear, climbing no longer costs you extra movement, and when you make a running jump, the distance you cover increases by four feet. See, motherfucker. Technically. You don't fuck. Fine. I thought it gave me a climb speed. It just doesn't cost extra movement. So, what'd you roll? So it's the same. Uh... Nine minus one, eight. How deep's the pit? All right, so you you find it really hard to get purchased, and you make it five feet. feet over the pit before the end of your turn here, because we're still in initiative. You do not make it far. That's what happens. Okay. I'm not going to make you fall, but if you fail again, you will fall. So that's Conrad's turn. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move here, and I'm going to go ahead and fire a disadvantage at okay. the dude man go for thing. It. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do it Fuck. Me too, bud. Me too. <laughs> no, it's the good roll was a nat 20 and the bad roll was a 10. So 19 total. Alright, uh, that you... First hit. You hear an arrow plink off stone. For a 19? Yeah, you hear an arrow plink off stone into the dark. You don't know where it is. Damn. Damn. Friends, I do believe we can just let it go instead of wasting ammunition. Do we or do we not know where the thing is? It, it is a cone of 15-foot dark that it is in. Okay, okay. So it could be anywhere within a 15-foot shroud of darkness. Okay. I have given it essentially plus 10 to AC. That is what I've done. That's fine. That's fine. You, you needed wanted, a 20. I wanted to be clear. 21. I just wanted to be clear. Aw, oh, balls. Yeah. That means that I don't shoot it either. That's fine. <laughs> I still have my second attack to make since we're still in combat. As you guys ignore the wise words of Gus to try to kill a dark metal. Roll. Well, I got a 21. That my hits. Lowest. Roll damage. Most of these things have died when you hit them. As you hit it, regardless of damage you deal, because it's rolled real bad, the darkness drops and you now can see it. 
got him. I hit it for 12. Be damned, vile creature of darkness. Bow of light. Gus, the word the words barely get out of your mouth that you don't need to waste ammunition before as they just lay into it and the darkness fades and you watch it flap to the ground again like all the others. Ah. Yes. Well, well done. I think we can continue. Sounds good to me. It is always better safe than sorry. I take a running jump. Okay. You gonna use the rope or just jump across? I'm just going to jump. Alright. Uh, what is your jump distance? Oh, shit. Uh, what do I find It out? is... It is your strength. Number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet. Oh, so I can only do 14 feet? Yes. Uh, That's lame. How big is it? I can only do 12. It is a 20 foot jump. You guys are beating me like I already told you. I have a negative in my strength. Can I percept the rope to make sure it's not like fucked up? Yeah. Roll, roll something. Roll to finish climbing, excuse me. Yeah, so, so Conrad runs up thinking he's gonna do this shit. Like he, his thought as a stops. kid was, it's not that, it's not that big, but it seems bigger than it was when you were kids. And you, you stop, like just shy. Oh shit, that, that's, that's further away than I thought it was. <laughs> Plus six. I uh, got a 22 for perception as well. Uh, you both see that it does not appear to be a, one, the rope you guys used, which should have rotted away after all this time. And two, it doesn't look like it's rope. It looks a little too pale. I don't like that. Uh, what are you so boys Jeff, you talking about up there? The, uh, Jeff, give me another athletics check. This does not look like normal rope. I already rolled it. Oh, what was it? Looks pale. Fucking that one. Oh, bullshit. The rope appears to be flesh. You guys talk about the rope and point out that it's bad, and then you hear the sound of stone giving way and a crumble and a little yell. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then Daro takes 3d6 damage as he falls the 30 feet into the pit. I can't, like, very quickly, like, reach out my staff for him to grab. Hand in the flesh rope. No bueno. Hand in the flesh rope. Roll a reflex save. We'll, we'll, we'll let you try. Is that just a flat? That's a five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, uh, you try, uh, but but you're uh, luckily I rolled really bad. So you kind of bounce off the wall a little bit on your way down. There's a little bit of slope towards halfway down, and you only take eight falling damage. Bludgeoning. That's enough, bud. Let me tell you. All right. That's enough. All right. Well, good thing I bought a fucking grappling hook. I have rope, love, and I can heal you once you're back up here. So does the rope, the old rope, hang from the ceiling, or is it like... No, there is no old rope. There's something fleshy and pale. No, no, I know. I know. The old rope. Does the old rope hang from the ceiling, or is it like draped over the edge into the pit? There, like, is there this it... a jump and swing rope, or what, you, what kind you of rope up, You look up where the rope... You guys used to have, like, some rig, uh, but it apparently it goes up to a ledge and then, like, off the ledge. There's, like, a little cave up high in the in So the you climb up and then shimmy across. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That's where that's where the rope goes anyway. Taro, are you okay? Uh, just uh, wrong footing. I'll be fine. I have I have a grappling. Okay. I take out my grappling hook and I fucking tie my rope to it, of course. And whoosh, grapple myself Does it away catch out of this on hole. Something? Fuck it should. It's the whole point. I mean, I myself don't trust that rope, so I'm going to thorn whip my way across. Sure. Roll a. Use my own rope. Yeah, roll a dexterity check to see if you can just do that. Go ahead and add your your spell your spell DC or whatever it is to it. No, there it is. Actually, I've given it a lot of thought. I've given it a lot of thought, and I don't want to spend more than five minutes here. 
Uh, you guys have identified the danger, and you guys find ways across the pit. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was just about oh. to say, uh, I could grab someone and misty step across. Yeah, you find ways. Uh, whatever me, it is, love. you find ways. After hurt. using my thorn whip, I'm just going to take every- everyone across, one by one. No, no, I'm Todd. I'm Todd. Todd is not going to impede his friends. Todd walks up and tugs on the rope to see how sturdy it is. Oh, god damn it. God you, you, you were immediately me across there. Then yeah, Conrad. everybody else gets across. I'll make my own way. Do not worry. Before Conrad, you recognize once you see it, and you've given some time. You recognize a cave fisher's filament when you see it, and you have the chance to stop Todd from doing this. Who does? You do, Conrad. You do. <laughs> no, Finn, stop! Danger! <laughs> Bad noodle. Danger rope. Danger rope. Danger rope. Please don't, stop! In Todd's don't, hand, don't trust is the like, rope. Don't ever trust the rope. Todd's hand is hovering around the rope. Why not? It will take you and eat you. It is not rope. It is fleshy noodle. Don't Bowl ever trust. Of light. <laughs> what do you do? Bow of light. Bow of light. It. You shoot the rope. <laughs> yes. You, you. I don't care how many times it takes. You do it. Yeah, is, is Todd, Todd just on Bow of light! Bow of light! Bow of light! Eventually Bow he- of light! Everybody on the other side is like ducking and moving to the side of the cavern trying to get out of the way of these random bolts. And, uh, and eventually he does hit it and it, and it, you hear a screech and then rope just yanks up into the sky. You guys no longer have to worry about the cave fisher and you guys make it across. As you guys, thought over. as you guys get to the other side, uh, I believe that Gus, you've already said that your passive perception is very high, correct? Bow of light. Mine's seventeen as well. There, there's another one. Okay. Jeez. Mine's only fifteen. Okay. Most of you have good whiz, apparently. Yeah, I'm always. Well, I'm a ranger. Do we have a good way to get me across this chasm? They, uh, they did it. They, it's done. Okay. okay. You're looking. Okay. You're looking back at the front, confused. <laughs> Yeah, I climbed out of the hole. I re I restrung my I put my grappling hook back in my pack and uh, I stealthed again for uh, a total of my first my first encounter took longer than it, than I assumed. Before, before he stealths again and he comes back out of the pit, uh, I I put my hand on him and I go, "Do you need healing, love? I can fix death, but I'm not sure if I can fix embarrassment." <laughs> well. Worry not, my embarrassment will fix itself over time. Sick bird! <laughs> but this... But I did... Take a little... Quite good. Little damage. Yes, it might little be right. damage. Out of 33, I still have 25 left, some might say. Some uh, might. Don't worry about it. Those of you with a passive perception of 15 or higher, as you get to the other <laughs> side of the cave, <laughs> you start to hear an alien growling and howling from deeper within the cavern. Friends, I do believe there is something else up ahead. Roll a nature check. Roll it. That, then we it. shall destroy it, friends! Perhaps. Fifteen. I also will roll a nature check. Twenty. Okay, so the echoes of the cave make it so that you, that you can't really pick out what it is. You assume that it's fairly large. Five. Five. <laughs> but, but Helena, with your twenty, you recognize that sound it's as It's Helena, some... darling. Helena. 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 Sick you recognize <laughs> that sound from an old adventure you've been on. How dare you? You recognize that sound from an old adventure you once were on where you fought a basilisk. 
What do you children know about basilisks? Uh, what do I need to roll to know? Ah, big snake. If it bleeds, it dies. <laughs> Righteous Lance! And uh, <laughs> the long sword just erupts in the light and extends into a pike. Okay, so I rolled a natural 20. What do I need to add to that to know things about the basilisk? Uh, that was your nature check? Cool. 22 with a natural 20. Okay, so now that she points out that it's a basilisk sound, you've never met, you've never fought one. That's why you didn't recognize the sound. But you do know from your studies that a basilisk can turn you to fucking stone. You also know that they tend to hide out in caves that have been abandoned. Uh, and this one in particular doesn't sound, uh, it sounds angry, but in like a distressed way. Sorry, I rolled a 19 history. History doesn't tell you anything about a basilisk, but it does tell you you do remember that in the next room up is a cave with a river that runs through the middle. That river also tended to grow into a fairly deep pond. You guys used to go swimming in it in between games. Sure. Cool. It would appear, it would appear that our poor clubhouse has been taken over by many a danger noodle. Well, it also sounds like Edo gave some of his famous bean dip to this basilisk. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> we shall purge this evil and smite it from our sacred cave. Todd, Todd, my friend, you need to calm down. You will get stoned, and not in a good way. I do have more mushrooms if anyone wants it. Conrad <laughs> kind of sticks a hand out. You drop a couple cats in your hand. <clears throat> Put them in my bag. Slowly eat one. All right. So who moves forward first? <laughs> Dumb question. Todd. Do. <laughs> you you, you beat Todd. Go ahead and roll that stealth check as you run ahead of Todd. Yeah, Quickly. So, so Todd's not Todd's hard to beat, but Todd is always going. Yes. Todd uh, has one speed. 19 if the if the pass without a trace no longer applies. Uh, it lasts, I think, for an hour. Okay, no concentration or anything. You didn't hit, so there's no need for your concentration uh, to have ended. Up to so. one hour, but it is with concentration. Okay, but there is no need for it to else. have ended. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I did drop it because I did cast Misty Step. Misty Step doesn't drop it. It's not a concentration spell. So, Daro, as you move up into the room, it's about a 30-foot passage, and you get and it winds its way, and you come to the mouth of a cave. Once again, you have dark vision. You can see it's the old river yes. cave, except for it appears that a basilisk has taken up residence. If you... Is this like, is this like a Medusa situation? If you look at it in its eyes, it'll petrify you? Do we know that? Is that a thing I'm allowed to ask? Um, you rolled a nature check, right? Do you remember what your nature check roll was? It was a 15 plus 1. Do they have that many legs? Yes, they have They have 8 legs. Huh. 8 or 6, I believe. Weird. Okay, so, uh, as he enters the room, let me, let, me, let me do his description and then I'll let you have your question. So, okay. hold on. So, as you enter the room, you see a basilisk. You probably have never seen one, but after they've told you, they talked about it, you see this large, spined, purple lizard creature with eight legs it is stubby it is bulky and it has a mouthful of wicked teeth and it you can't see its eyes because it's facing away from you it is facing away from you staring at the pool of water and pawing at it it is like gouging at the at the water and howling it seems like there's something in the pond that has its attention you also see uh, a little bit to the side a smaller basilisk that looks to be a young one is waiting nearby, watching what you can guess might be its mother. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to kind of take in this scene and roll an investigation to see what I can find out about not only what 
that is looking for and doing, but maybe if it has any connection to right. Edo. I'm certain this is already clear, but you all know that Todd requires instruction or he's going to do dumb things. Yes. Go ahead and give me a, an investigation. If you're not going to move, let's say it's a perception check. And I'll, we'll do I'll gladly move for this investigation. You'll move into I the room with the basilisks? Then... Yeah, because I have a, I have a stealth of uh, 29. It is an open room. You will have to tell me how you move into the room without being seen, regardless of your good stealth check. You don't have hide in plain sight, do you? Are we still passing uh, no. without trace, or is that concentration? That's uh, it's still it's, it's still up. Okay. It's still up. What is what um, is the rules for pass without trace? How how great is that? All right, let me pull it up for you. It's up to an hour. Pass it is up to an trace. hour. Concentration up to an hour. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. Gotcha. It does not make you in any way invisible. So. No, of course not. Yeah, um, yeah so it, I, I can move. I will move around, but obviously doing my best to stay hidden okay. as well. Like as I said, I give me that. If you're going to do investigation where you actually move into the room, go ahead and give me that 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 check. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh. It looks like there are as you kind of get a better angle as you move a little bit around the room. Which direction in the room do you move? Toward uh, the baby. Not towards the baby, not towards the big one, but okay. like not super far towards the baby either, because I'm already, the entrance is too big, too close to the big one in the first place. All right. Immediately, one of the things you notice is that these animals are frightened. The baby looks like it's on high alert. I'm going to give it a chance to see you with a roll. Sure. It doesn't seem to notice you. It is focused on its mother. And you notice that there are even smaller... Yeah, Todd is here. You see even smaller, like, gouges, like something tried to claw its way out of the water, uh, but didn't, like, got dragged inside. Uh, You also see that the water is moving in a way that the current doesn't necessarily, like, allow for. We hear, like, uh, a thrashing in the water. Todd is first. So, as Todd has okay. said, we do need to establish what Todd does. Uh, somebody somebody knew what this thing was, right? Was it Conrad? Was it Conrad that knew what it was? I knew what Conrad it was. Conrad and Katie. And, Hel- and Helena. Okay. Helena would have stopped you from walking in. Yeah, no, I'm going to put my staff out in front of him to stop him from yeah, moving forward. because I know what a basilisk is. What type of beast is this? As I may shield myself against its malevolence. Friends, please, just give us a moment. I do not think that we have to engage in battle here. Um, if they're going to take a minute... If they're going to take a minute, take a, take a I was second, going I'm going to come back and do my job. Okay, yeah, you come back. Yeah, I come back, and I'm like, and I go, Ha, ah, friends, so, important news, evil. shush, important news from the other side of this uh, hallway. Yes. There are two basilisks, one a, an adult, one a child of some sort, and it appears as though there's some version of distress that they are, that they may both be under, potentially caused by losing one in the water. I can't say for sure, but it does appear as though the mother is quite concerned with the water. Uh, we have, of course, we must have had enough rain for the stream to turn into a pond, and the pond is in the center, as it was when we were young. Then we yeah. must save the children! We must save the baby! I, I do agree, but I believe that we may need to approach in a kind and quiet way. So, Todd, still glowing. If you guys, yeah. <laughs> if y'all could just give me a moment, I may be able to go 
and make contact, man. Broaching contact is quite a, a sticky situation, so I would gladly let you, since this is your preferred feat. Yes, thank you. Be very, very careful, because I can't fix Petrified yet. I'll, I'll do my best. Again, I implore, do we know what kind of beast is this? Yes. Is it fey? Is it aberration? Is it a creature of nature? The last one. It is considered a mus- monstrosity. Oh. God damn it. Is it? It's a monster. So I can't animal handle it? Um, I I hate... Here, here's a little peek behind the curtain with Jay. I hate the class of monster... The, char- the, the monstrosity type. Yeah. I consider a world filled with magic and things... And if that's the natural way that this beast, which just happens to be a predator, behaves, I find no reason to not consider it an animal. Fantastic. Like, as far as D&D is concerned. Great. They, they are, let's say, they have, like, resistances to sort of animal handling, and you do need to, like, I make it more difficult, but I'm not going to tell you no. I mean, I've got some nice flavor to it, so I'm going to approach slowly. And I am going to, as I am walking forward, I am going to release some spores through my hat. I'm By the hoping, way, that means that you can totally turn into a fucking owlbear. In my I am hopeful. What I am saying, <laughs> yes. I'm hoping that I can use these spores to, one, alert the creature that I am approaching, and two, let it know to chill, and I am going to use animal handling while doing so. Cool? Okay, what do the spores do again? I'm, this is literally just flavor for I'm rolling flavor. animal okay. handling. Okay, roll me a animal handling check, and... <sighs> Give me it. Yeah, just give me your uh, animal handling with advantage. Okay. I'll allow it. I swear, cool. I swear they just put monstrosity in there to make it be immune to everything. It is a f- yeah, it, it literally is what it is. It feels very much like just now. Yeah. It's a 15 plus 6. Okay. So, immediately, you're not stealthing in. You just walk into this room. Yes. And first thing I'm approaching cautiously is and the, slowly and not trying to be a threat. The baby lets out a cry. As you move in, uh, what I will need you to do beyond just that is I need you to tell me since you're not surprised do you look at it are you averting your eyes I have the cap of my hat pulled down just slightly so I can't make full eye contact okay you mean your mushroom cap yes yeah so you get like a quick glimpse of the baby which looks at you and make lets out a little cry and yet the mother immediately turns around toward you and you drop your, your, your vision and your eyes down and you do this very calming gesture and you can't see nope. if it works. Yeah, no, I am fully just trying to trust the creature. You guys, uh, you're in the room with him, Taro? Yeah, I, I moved out of his way, so I, I moved into the room to, to keep an eye on things, okay. but if I... If I watch things get crazy and I see him avert his eyes, give me an opportunity to also avert my eyes. You, I, I, I'm asking you, do you avert your eyes? Because what, I won't be able to tell you any more of what's going on than him. <laughs> um, if if it... They all turn around toward your general direction, so... Right, because I'm near him, even if I'm still stealthing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I avert my eyes away from the creature, for sure. I don't... What save does Todd make? Does Todd oh, walk fuck. into the room? He's too dumb. He's too dumb. He didn't well, turn Todd away. Todd's watching. He didn't turn away. Todd is watching. <laughs> Nobody gave Todd instructions. Everybody no, they told, told you Todd to not to go they told into you the room. To stop. You Todd shouldn't be in the room. Todd didn't go in. You there. don't need to do anything. Then yet. you're fine. Okay. Uh, okay. You don't need to do Todd anything is yet. Watching. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, you watch them kind of. Wa- you see their backs and you see them look away. You can't see the animals themselves yet. Uh, but nothing attacks you guys. Uh, 
right away. But you do hear a pawling and a snuffling and growling coming from the large one that is very, very close to you. What do you do now? Um, hello. Hi. I see you, you seem to be distressed in some way. I'm going to attempt to help you. And I will move closer to the edge of the pond and look over the edge. Okay. Uh, roll perception. Perception. That is a 17 plus 6. At the bottom of the pool, as you watch and the water sort of gets away. Uh, you have dark vision, yes? We've, we've been over this already. Uh, I, I said that my hat is bio, has bioluminescence, but otherwise no. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't want to get caught up in that too much. Uh, so yeah, you look into the pond, and at the bottom of the pool, you see what looks like a very large crab-like creature. It seems to be this sickly yellow and green with massive claws, and you can see that it has God yanked. Damn it, Franklin. Yeah, it's a, it's a Franklin-esque creature. It has yanked under the water. You see bubbles coming out of what appears to be another small basilisk baby. Hi. What a dick. In, in what is it. going on, friend? As you call out, the basilisk barks, and the baby oh. <laughs> yelps, and uh, what do you do? Hold, friend. Give me a moment. Uh, I'm going to... <laughs> uh, I would like to... Because they're, like, under the water, correct? Yeah, and, and you kind of get the idea that the basilisk oh, is a heavy creature not cut out for water. Like, it, it it's very bulky. You think maybe they don't swim well. Yeah, I would like to plant growth underneath them, some very large mushrooms, to bring them all out of the water. Okay. Uh, can you do that at range? Is that a thing you can do? I believe so. Hold on, let me check. All right. Look, Todd has a fix. Uh, so you grow them up out of the water, and this creature comes out of the water holding the child. Everyone should roll initiative if we're going to start taking actions now. 21. I got another nat 20, boys. Hell yeah. Didn't matter, but I got it. Damn. 15. 15. Oh. Hey! 16. Hey. Uh, Alden? I rolled a nat Three. 1 and got a Aww. 5. Oh. <laughs> All right. You, you hear the sound, everybody in the cave mouth still hears the sound of shifting waters and the barks of the basilisk and its child. Those barks are greeted with a secondary wailing sound of a much smaller basilisk and the weird bubbling clicking noise of an angry chul. An angry chul? Helena, it's your turn first. Uh, Helena will just, no fear, uh, walk into the room looking directly at the chul. Chool. Uh, C-H-U-U-L. Choom. Choom. <laughs> Over, I, I'm overruled. All right. I said what I meant, yes. and I meant you guys, what I yes. said. Yes, you guys fish out of the water some chum. Go ahead. <laughs> it's about to be. And I cast spiritual weapon. Thunderbolt. Okay, what does that look like? It's a, uh, you would think because of my faith, it would be a different weapon of my faith. Uh, Look, Todd doesn't assume. That's fair. Uh, but a giant whip that glows with a, a brilliance manifests near the uh, the Goomba. Okay. The ch- the ch- the Chumba the Chumba The Chumbawamba. <laughs> if you get knocked down, I guess you get up again. That is. That is the way of uh, how she works. And I can make an attack, so I will. Okay. Tom is like a top that with something. Does an 18 hit? It do. It do. Mom, it do. For nine damage. Do you do anything else? Uh, no. I, I just 
I say it in uh, Celestial. You drop that baby. Roll an Intimidate check. Intimidation. I don't like that intimidation in this edition is a is a charisma. It used to be a strength. I mean, it works for me this time, but a 19? Uh, 19? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see after it gets raised, whipped, and yelled at, that it does drop the baby. The baby makes a loud splash and starts sinking into the water. Oh, fuck. Uh, talking's a free action, right? Yeah. At the beginning of the next person's turn, I say... Todd, if you can swim, go grab that baby, please. Uh, I believe it was Todd and Gus next with 15s, right? I shall save the child! <laughs> and uh, how big is the baby basilisk? The baby basilisk is it's, it's about the size of a halfling. It's like small, not 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 tiny. Doesn't matter. It's fairly he- everything yeah. that Todd needs to know. Yeah, you could carry it. It's heavy. Todd sprints into the room and just bolts directly past the mother and the baby and everybody else in the room. And Todd just dives into the water. Todd, wait. And you see his glow. You see his glow fade for a second. And then you just hear gurgling underwater. <laughs> a bolt of lightning strikes into the water. There's a clap of thunder and a shockwave that echoes through the entire room. And Todd appears in static and smoke in front of the basilisk with its baby. Okay. <laughs> and if the crab was within five feet, he takes damage, all right? He Fuck was. He was within five feet. How much damage does he get to save? He, uh, uh, um, Todd, I Con love 15. this. Con 15. 15? Okay, yeah. no. Uh, does that no damage or half damage? Did you just reskin Thunderstep? Mm-hmm. Nice. Half. <laughs> so what's the damage? Saves for half. Give me a second. I, I'm dicing. It's getting dicey, boys. Five, six, twelve... 12 thunder damage. You do. You watch him do that, and I love this very much, and I'm going to give you uh, a story point for that, because I love it very much. And I hate doing this, but I feel like I have to. You appear nose-to-nose with a basilisk, <laughs> who looks, if it, if it helps, happy that you have the baby. However, I am going to need you to roll me a DC 12 constitution saving throw. <laughs> And Todd is uh, Todd is just holding the baby like under its arms outstretched, <laughs> just like like when you pick up a puppy. <laughs> but you know it's not it's not a it's not a puppy. It's not a puppy. It's not a not puppy. a puppy. I think it'd be a puppy if you try hard enough. It it's just a big scaly leggy puppy. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fourteen. Oh, Damn, that's no. All right, you feel you feel your face get like frozen in a rictus for a moment before you realize that you need to close your eyes and you shake it off, and you your feel child beast. <laughs> the child wriggles out and immediately goes under the mother who uh, chews it behind her. <laughs> it's now Gus's turn. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> Punch the crab thingy. Just keep it safe. Uh, I am going to... Let's see. So it's still up on the plants that I have set yeah, up? Yeah, it, ha- it hasn't even gotten to go yet. Okay, I am going to rush forward as I'm doing so. I'm going to uh, wild shape into my symbiotic entity. So I'm going to be entirely covered in... That's a lot of mushrooms. So I look like a big mushroom monster man. And um, I'm rushing forward with my staff like in my hand. Like a myconid? Yes. And casting Shillelagh. 
and I'm going to whack this monster. Okay. Isn't it in the water, or isn't it above the water? Yeah. On a mushroom platform that he made. Yes, he's made he's made a platform. Platform of mushrooms. Yeah, still an yeah, engineer but... in Deep Rock. I'm making platforms. Yeah, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. I just, I, I'm confirming for my sake that there's a path to walk to it. Yes. Because it made, he made it sound like there wasn't a path to walk to it. Like, uh, uh, sure, I'm going with yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> that is an eight plus six to hit. Miss. Fuck. You do miss. Your your shillelagh clanks off the very hard chitinous armor that covers the entire thing. Once you're closer, you realize that this thing has no eyes, which apparently has made it immune to the basilisk. It just has this mouth full of tentacles, and it seems to see in some manner that you don't understand. Who rolled a... I thought I rolled higher than they did, but... You just passed over what I thought I rolled? Oh, I don't... Do I okay, log? it must be you then. Did you say 16 or 15? I don't know. You go now. I you go, go now. now. This, go this now. is where you go. Yeah, both me and okay. Mitch had 15, so... I have three 15s written down, so maybe uh, that's where I went wrong. Uh, so I'm still hidden. So I'm going to attack this big grabby thing at disadvantage. Or at, at, at advantage. Ah, yeah, bitch! It's uh, much stronger than I expected. Um... How am I going to do this nat 20 with sneak attack? Um, you get a maximum. Uh, hmm, <laughs> you know, in the interest of moving forward, it's exactly how I've always said. It's a maximum dice roll plus rolls. Okay. Fuck. So let's see. My maximum dice roll. I'm going to use my short bow because I had it out already. I yep. like that. Okay, so 24 right at the gate plus another 46. So, oh, Jesus, stay on the table. 39. Oof. It don't look good. Uh, you sneak up behind it, and you watch as the as the Shillelagh Club comes down on its very hard armor, and you go in underneath one of the plates and just dig in with your weapon. I and... shoot an arrow at it. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You 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 fu- you shoot it right in its tentacly mouth. That's what you do. I thought you were meleeing. You shoot it right in its tentacly face, and uh, it lets out a weird screamy gurgle, and you fuck it up real good. It doesn't look happy. Uh, the young basilisk run to the corner. The basilisk is going to... Oh, bonus action, hide. <laughs> just, where do you go? Where do you hide? I stay in the... Co- I stay up against the wall. I just move somewhere else. All right, Trying well... to hide from that basilisk, too. Okay, <laughs> you hide behind a basilisk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hide behind the basilisk from the ba- from this crabby thing. Uh, my role here is... Uh, 20... Before the pass without a trace. Uh, 25. All right, um... Gus, I need you to roll a dexterity check as a basilisk tries to push you out of the way to get at this motherfucker that stole its bait. Okay. That is a seven plus three. That's you you fall out into the That's water. Fair. You get knocked off the you get knocked off your little that walkway. Okay. And what do you add to the damage? <sighs> you watch it tries to bite it a couple times and fails a lot. It, it can't get it can't get its teeth over this fucking chool. This chum. This chumba wumba. That's gonna make it. Chul's turn. The Chul is going to dive into the water. Uh, anybody in the water. within melee range can attack it. Yeah, you may attack does it as my, it moves past you. Does my whip count as threatening? I don't Ooh, think it does. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, I do not believe that you are allowed that. Is it seven plus six? No. No. You both miss ah. it. You watch the Chul move with surprising I, speed under the water. I in range? It moved the other direction from you, so I don't think so. I have so. a spear. 
I have a ten foot that, spike. I'll give it to you. I'll give it okay. to you. Yeah. From. Oh, never mind. That never mind. Did you? Everybody roll rolled under a sixteen. I rolled a five. Oh. I didn't yeah. even get the satisfaction of rolling a Mitch. Can I hit what's this the, guy? What's the What's the AC, Jay? The AC sixteen. Oh yeah, no fucking way. Gus, underneath the water, you see that it gets surprisingly, like, slender as it shoots up river and tries to get the fuck out of Dodge. It makes it all the way to the mouth, and that's the end of its turn. Oh, fuck, I'm stupid. How far away is it now? Hang on. It's, uh, from you, it is about... From where it started. It's only 20 feet. Oh, from where it started? It's 30 feet from where it started, but it's only 20 uh, feet away from you. Can I use my story point to veto, because I did a dumb? What? I suppose. What are you trying to I, do? I had a, a a better attack to do. I'm just not used to this new character. Bow of light! Because I can cast a spell when things leave my threat range. Okay. Would that change the roll you would have made, though? Because well, we was... get one more. Oh, okay. This is also crap, so we're good. <laughs> uh, you know what, Mitch? I'm not going to make you use your uh, story point, because I feel bad for you, you fucking loser. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to move up. And immediately take two pot shots at this crappy motherfucker. Okay. Uh, it's underwater. It'll be a disadvantage. You're trying to shoot it with a boat. Yep. All right. Go ahead. You look like crap. Is crab it going upstream or downstream? Crab monster. Right. That is uh, downstream. My lowest attack for the first one was 19. Okay. Even with disadvantage? It that hits. is dis- with disadvantage, yes. That hits. Okay. And my second one would be 18. Both Yay! Hit. I point two arrows into its back because it's a coward. Right, the <laughs> first one is eight damage, and the second one is seven damage. Okay, now it's Helena's turn. She will move her spiritual weapon and attack with a bonus action. Okay. And it will hit a twenty. Okay. And it will do five plus four, so nine damage. Okay. Is it still up? Uh, it is still up, yes. But it look it as the like whip wraps around its neck, it yanks it up short. It looks like it's about to give up the ghost. Alright. Well, I still have my move and attack action. Uh can I walk up to it Finish without him. being in the water? Or no? Uh yeah, you can like look down into the river, yeah. Okay. Then uh the whip hits it and kind of pulls it up a little bit and it looks fucked up. Uh and Helena goes well, no better time to get bonkin. <laughs> what? You gonna bonk, bonk. it? Bad gonna crab. Gonna bonk it. You've been a... It's whack a You've been a bad, bad crab. And she hits it for uh, 23 hits, correct? Yes. Yes. Chool thumping. Chool thumping. And I do max damage with seven. Fuck yeah. Just seven? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Just let me kill it with the bonk. <laughs> yeah, it's got eight hit points. I'm gonna give it to you. Uh, so yeah, it, it, but you bonk it and it just goes limp, and and, and it and bad <laughs> bad boy bonk. What did you bonk it, it, it with? If you had said that, I missed it. Bonk it with a mace. Yes, a bonker maced it. What do you think you bonked it with? A bonking stick. A bonking stick. A stick as with it, a big ball of bonk on the uh, end. As it oh, slides yeah. into the water and gets sucked through the hole that the river continues through, you guys hear the quiet growling of the basilisk in the middle of the uh, Helena turns to her friends, averting her eyes from the basilisk, and says, I think it's time to keep going, boys. I agree. We're going I to, to agree with that sentiment. Watch. I'm gonna, yeah, pull myself out of the water and, you know, 
we will be on our way. Farewell on your travels, wretched beast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> Behold these words from my divine providers. Commercial break. The Torchlit Tavern toy drives here, so go ye giving folk. Grab a toy and drive it there to bless someone you know. You need not stop or hold your drive, just give it a good throw. Just drive forth and give the gift to hopefully a child. Just drive forth and give someone a toy. In Torchlet's name we wish ye now to buy a brand new toy. Take a picture as you drive to give to girls and boys. As long as it's appropriate, the gift you choose to give. Post your proof of this drive and tag us in that fucking shade. Post your proof of this drive and tag us in that shit. Yeah, we don't have a good phone, but we run commercials. Uh, the Basilisks, <laughs> they give you, like, a weird bow. They look particularly irritated, but strangely thankful to Todd for saving the baby from the water. Uh, it's a mixed relationship, as I'm sure you all have with Todd. Okay, so we haven't talked about it, but the reason why I'm sure. a druid warforged is because my gnomish parents, one was a druid and the other was an artificer. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So when you got an update from Mother? Yes. <laughs> Got it. Love it. Um, I forward the stream where I nearest where I was. I'm gonna and say con- continue um, my path. I'm just gonna jump over it. Todd just walks through the stream until he starts to drown and then starts to swim across. <laughs> God, God damn it. it. It's like that. Uh, it's that bad video game logic where like it takes too long for the game to trigger the swimming. Yeah, I'm gonna walk. I got a. I got a 19 to jump across. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You do it. Walk across my my mushroom platform, and then I am going to vault the rest <laughs> of the way with way. my staff. Y'all look cool as fuck. Yeah, Epic I just heroes. forward the fucking stream. It's a stream. I forward it. Come, <laughs> companions, we must go save our. <laughs> Everyone but Todd looks cool, and D- and Dara, who doesn't give a shit about looking cool anymore. If, if he drowns, <laughs> I'm not going to pick him up. Oh, come on, Todd. I put my staff in the stream and use it to pull him out. <laughs> it's always one. The same one, but... Todd one. just holds onto your staff and keeps walking. You guys move forward, and you guys see light coming from the final cave. And you guys remember this cave is the place where you guys used to get together and play your games. This is, like, this was this is Clubhouse Central. All that other shit was just the entranceway. You guys cleared this cave coming out a long time ago. You know that... Once you get in there, there's a big open area at the bottom and then like a step up little cliff ledge that you guys used to have your fire pit and you guys would actually play the game. As you guys enter the room, what do you do? Immediately take perception. All right. All right. I'm going to assume the ranger and the rogue again. Go ahead and roll me perceptions as you guys stealth in. I'm not going to make you guys roll. You guys have just shown yourselves to be so good at it. 23. All right. Beating my eight. I'd also like to roll an investigation. Uh, That's what I can do. For whatever reason, the dice like me to do investigation. Uh, 22 investigation. All right. So you guys get close to the mouth of the cave and you look around and immediately you see that around the fire in the center of your dais, your gaming table, your gaming area that you guys used to have, you guys see 
a large creature with long hair. He looks male, and the bottom half is that of a large lion. Ah. And across the fire, you see Edo, who is not bound in any way, and they're just sort of talking around the fire. Your perception checks also let you see a couple of displacer beasts napping nearby. The displacer beast is a very thin, gaunt cat with tentacles shooting out of the back of it. And too many legs. Once again, people have really nailed the nature checks. I'm going to go ahead and say that you guys being experienced adventurers know displacer beasts are known because they're never exactly where you think they are. And so they are hard to hit. Yeah. Oh, we kept Todd at the back. Good call. Good call. So what was the higher perception check of the two of you? Me, 23. Okay. You can hear. I fucking. You listen for a little bit while he kind of while while he looks around the cave and tries to do his investigation check. You can kind of make out what they're talking about, and it sounds like Edo. He sounds kind of like he's in a half daze, but it's very clear that Edo is teaching this person how to build a character. <laughs> Y'all just let me know when I get there. <laughs> of course, you will be. You know, you're behind try- me because I'm leading yeah, you like no, no. a small <laughs> child holding to the end like of I my said, stick. Like I said, you finally put Todd in the back. Good call. Yes. Good call. This way, Todd. It'll be okay. We shall save Edo! We shall. Please, quietly, though. We shall save Edo! Very good. With light! No, please. Fuck. What'd you roll for that investigation? 22 investigation. So, other than that information, is there anything that you're looking for? Because I'm not sure what to give you with an investigation check. Sure, absolutely. I'm looking, um... So, like, if... If a perception is all the sort of uh, sensory information you can take in, the, the sights, yeah. the sounds, and all that stuff. It, I'm trying to use my investigation to kind of, like, um, use the extra, use the, the the clues around to decipher what's happening. Sure. What, how we got here, and what here is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you gather is that... You know what? You know what? Let me, let me take it, Jay. I'm gonna tell you right now. He's a fucking traitor, and he's starting a new party like a bitch. Edo dies here today. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, that's that's what Todd has decided. Uh, that's what Todd, Todd relax yourself. You haven't run even the room. You see uh, evidence that Edo made his way here, cleaning up the cave. Somehow made it to this point, and it looks like there was a scuffle that didn't end in violence. It looks like he panicked. He saw the monster, maybe, and but and and there's like footprints that move around that belong to Edo, and then you see that it just sort of stops. And it seems that now Edo has been living here for the last few weeks. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something a little out of character. And I'm going to uh, stealth as far, like, in a straight line, as far up as I can. And as soon as it's like, well, you will no longer be hidden, I'll present myself. So you want them to see you? You want to get pretty close? Yes, I want to get up next to Edo. Okay. Does anyone Uh, else move forward? Am I still stuck in the thing? No, I'm moving off to the side as well. Yeah, what, I was going to ask, what does what does Conrad do uh, before that happens? Because you are also in the room. Uh, Conrad moves to the side, and, you know, Stella is all nice and quiet, and Conrad, readies an action to fire. And uh, I, I tell him, you know, the displacer beast in half man, half lion thingy. Aldo seems to be making a character for him. Oh, <laughs> hey, Todd, give, give us just a moment, moment okay? 
Uh, uh, so I see this scene as well. Yeah, Helena, you take it. You you move forward after he tells you this, and you take in all the things that I I because they point them out, and you can see them now. And uh, I calmly and quietly walk forward as well. Okay. Just to join, like I'm joining the party. I don't run. I don't show any emotion uh, right. until they look at me or talk to me because I'm not stealthing. All right. So as you move forward, you see out of the shadows kind of appears Daro in front of you. And what does Daro say or do? Daro, uh, like with his with his hands out, like uh, in, in sort of a questioning greeting goes, Edo, what trouble have you found yourself in? Edo sort of like slowly, like, like slowly reacts and turns his head to you. Daro? Yes, Edo. It's Daro. Uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. As the... I'm going to say that you're just shy of being up on the ledge because otherwise you, you're way too close. Um, and I'm going to say that the displacer beasts all hop up and, and start growling at you, as well as the strange character with the lion body. I don't. They all hop up. I don't know what's happening in the room ahead of us as my friends have all left us, but I am sitting down with Todd and I am <laughs> feeding him mushrooms. When, uh, <laughs> when you tell Todd to wait, he just starts counting loudly. One, two, three. Uh, you remember that when we played hide and seek as children, he only ever counted to 30. <laughs> See, Todd, uh, help me count my mushrooms. One. There we go. You already have counting up to 30 to use. And, but Todd, we have more than 30 mushrooms. We must continue counting until we count them all. One and one. Very good. <laughs> one and two. Dara, what did you roll for your persuasion check? Please hurry, friends. Fifteen. 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 So you're not attacked immediately. Todd starts counting faster. You're not attacked sure. immediately, Dara. Uh, but now you are greeted with a figure. Go ahead and give me an arcana check. Or arcana. just a flat intelligence, whatever that works for you. As we yeah, absolutely. as we take more mushrooms out of the bag, I'm slowly growing more in it so that it keeps filling back <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I rolled a three plus three six. You've never seen a creature like this before, uh, Helena. Go ahead and give me that same roll since you can see it as well, and and uh, Conrad too. You said uh, intelligence or arcana. God damn it! I, feel like I'm I rolled an insight too, just because it seems like he's out of it. But it's only a nine. Yeah, he, he just seems sort of slow on the uptake. Maybe he's been hit in the head. 21. Uh, uh, my total is only 18. 21 no Arcana. 21 Arcana from, or Arcana from Helena? Yes. You know this thing to be a Lamia. It's not from around here. It is way off course for any place that you've seen Lamia, but it apparently has come and set up shop in this cave, which now you're starting to see why all these creatures are kind of living together and kind of working together, which they normally wouldn't. Because a Lamia's, like, M.O. is charm person, suggestion, geese, disguise self. Yeah, geese. geese those fucking geese. Fucking geese. Geese, geese, however you pronounce that stupid spell. Geoth. So when you walk into the room and you see Edo acting funny, Helena, and now that you've kind of thought about it, uh, Conrad, you realize that the Lamia's M.O. is... 
suggestion and charm spells. So he looks like he's heavily enchanted. Todd, give me a one and one and one. Okay. I and- gave you one, one and, two and, and three and. <laughs> the Lamia speaks up. Who enters? Sorry. Who enters my cave? Uh, Daro looks over and takes a, takes a small bow and says, Ah, Daro Dunelli, it is a pleasure. I haven't, meet, I haven't met one such as yourself yet. Melamia turns to Edo and goes, Is this one of them? Edo looks at you slowly, and then he looks back at the Lamia, and then he just nods. And he goes, Finally! And he turns to you and he casts Suggestion. Needs you to roll oh, safe. Cool, I have advantage. So what'd you get? Nine! Shit. Nine! Hey! With advantage. I think you need to sit- advantage against it next time. You need to sit down and get ready to play. Make a character. Uh, Daro goes and does it, but he says, he says, but I already have a character. We're using our old characters, Edo? I don't want to do that. I want them to start over with me. And Edo goes, yeah, Daro, we're going to start over with Amel here. Amel? Amel. Conrad says that out loud. You made it. No. Uh... Sick boom! <laughs> so you join him at the thing. What is, what, a, as you move into the room, Helena, you're not stealthing, right? Nope. Do you announce yourself in any way? I, uh, I know he saw me. He looked yes. at me. Yes. I go, greetings, Lamia. Anal, is it? Sorry. A- <laughs> it is Amol. Amol! Amol. Well, I'm Helena. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, good. You're here to play as well. I need you to also roll a wisdom save. She'll probably do better than me because she should also get the advantage. I rolled a 20 and a 1, but I get advantage. So, nat 20. Nat 20? All right. You feel the effects of a very powerful suggestion spell being cast upon you, but you shake it off. How do you react? I don't. uh, Not at first. Okay. Sit and make a character and get ready to play. Of course, darling. And uh, I walk forward and I... Uh, say, uh, in Celestial, there's, I know Todd understands. Yeah, yeah, Todd's got you. Todd's got me. <laughs> of course, Todd knows Celestial. <laughs> <laughs> We're up to no good. Uh, I say, just in case it can, like it's kind of coded, uh, a beautiful magic creature charms all who enters. I say that, in Celestial. He turns to Edo, is like, is she gonna speak languages that I don't understand the whole time? I don't like that. Is Make- that what the anal is? <laughs> <laughs> are you are you yelling that down the hall? It's celestial. Okay. Um, you guys God, hear no. that? My mushrooms. Uh, yeah, and immediately he goes. God, no. Tell the rest of them to come in. To who? To all of you. The anal, obviously. The whole no, party's the here, anal's... isn't it? It's time we can play. I've been waiting for weeks. The whole party is here. However, you know the first and most important part is. We got to make the characters, so we all have got to sit together and talk about it. Me I already know what I'm going to play. You guys figure it out. Me and Edo are still kind of charmed, so we just do it. Come in. Come in, folks. Come gather around me. I have some ideas. I've been thinking about it. Hi. Uh, and I try to pull everyone into my area to talk about characters. Trust me. Gus, can I go or do I wait? I think we're okay. Todd, let's go. Todd Johnson. Let me carry these mushrooms, and, though. Uh, Why can't I hold uh, all these mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> so many mushrooms. <laughs> Can I make uh, either an insight uh, or investigation or arcana check? Because I know what it is. Do I know yes. what kind of creature type it is? Uh, once again, nature. Okay. What 
and let me know when I can retry my save, because I'm sure there's a, a cycle mm-hmm. on that. Todd jumps up, and he yells out, Divine Blade! Oh. Todd. And the light warps into a longsword of light, and he pulls a shield from his back, and the smiling face in the shield turns into grim and menacing, and Todd just storms into the room. Todd, this is very cosplay for your character. The last thing that Todd 21. does before he enters, and uh, potentially before Jay answers that specific question, is he yells, SHIELD OF GRACE! And a golden halo materializes above him, giving him protection against aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and the undead. I have come to save Edo and destroy the anal! And he holds his sword up high and bright. It's a monstrosity. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that fucks with what I want to do too, because I have magic circle. Yeah. And I was just really hoping, you know? No, monstrosities are just the D and D's way of saying "fuck you." Nothing you have works. Just hit it. As you move into the room, I I am also going to need Todd to roll a wisdom save. Yep. But I'm not casting suggestion on Todd. I'm casting charm person on Todd. That's fine. It's not gonna matter. That's an eight. This Amel, who you've come to destroy, that must be a Fight mistake. Fight me, Amel. <laughs> is your best friend. She he's been a part of the group forever. So Daro. Literally, when presented with the idea of making a new character, Daro says, but I made the perfect character. So he makes it over. Okay. The same character, (laughs) the same way. But at level one. But at level one. So he's done with his character relatively quickly because he knows exactly what he wants. All right. You tell me whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, it takes time. So you you, you sit in there, you start making your character. I love that. Uh, Todd, what? Uh, A look of even dumber washes over Todd's face, which is surprising and terrifying to everyone. And uh, Todd charges into the anal. How? Why? What? What are you doing? And uh, when he gets there, he gives the anal just the biggest, dumbest hug. Uh, it, it, He looks very alarmed before you catch him. In a... Go ahead and roll an attack roll as it tries to, like, dodge being tackled, seemingly. Um, Helena, you, are, you, you noticed that... That's in a the... 19 flat. In the chaos, it doesn't seem to have noticed that you saved against its spell. Uh, so far, everyone else has fallen under its its enchantment but you, but it doesn't seem to notice. You see that the the displacer bees seem to be under its command. They're not attacking. They're just sort of growling, and they look like they're about you're ready to curl back up as you enter. I haven't fallen under anything. Right, and he hasn't done anything in a while. He's I've still hidden. here watching, yeah. <laughs> you're hidden, yeah. You are hidden. That's, I've got, a, uh, I've got an 20. arrow knocked. I'm sitting here going... The fuck is going on? Yes, you are hitting. 23 to hug. Yeah, uh, that's okay. You get him in the, a big, surprisingly strong hug. Just again, just under the, under not the front legs, but the under the legs, under the arms, whatever yes. it has, whichever format it takes. Gus, oh. as he sweeps him up into this hug and sort of distracts him, does Gus do anything as they enter the room? Let's bring you in here as well. Um, I, 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 need, to, the snake? I, I need to talk to my party. Uh, party, do we want <laughs> to try and be friends with this thing or do we want to attack it look oh. i'm i'm not a good person <laughs> and he this thing is controlling my friends i'm about to put an arrow in its eye <laughs> jeff what are your thoughts on the matter daro is definitely a murderer well that's the oh, thing i've got quite an opportunity right now that's why i had to stop and ask right because um, our friend technically has this monster grapple 
grappled. Yeah, yes. I, I am going to say that it's 100% grappled, but I am going to say that it has an ability called Intoxicating Touch, and because you're you're giving it a hug, it's just going to do it to you. On a hit, you are magically cursed for an hour, and you have disadvantage on your wisdom saves now. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to make them anyway. My hail may failed. So. Yeah, n- n- I, when you I touch them, it's the best fucking hug. It's just so good. It fe- it's like, oh my god, I've never been hugged like this before. Oh. oh Todd does not let go. Yeah, ever. I think <laughs> ever, ever again. I think that uh, Dara waits for his opportunity. So if if whatever you do next opens a different door, Dara walks through it. Katie, you're down for either. Door. I'm down, I, but I would like to kill it. Uh, okay, there you go. Uh, that's my answer. Killing things is fine, and I As, can heal all of you at all times. That's the answer I needed. I cast dispel magic on Todd. Okay, it's done. I believe that's all you have to do. Yep. Uh. Um, you walk in, you give a little nod to Conrad, and you cast Dispel Magic on Todd. Uh, I, everyone should roll initiative at this stage. I'm not saying that it's combat yet, but we're gonna have to, it looks like we're gonna start taking actions. Nine. Fifteen. Twelve. Nat one. Yeah, baby! Twenty-three. My fucking... (laughs) My initiative has been garbage all the game. Who knew I would have been so close to the top after some of those rolls? Shit. Because I I don't think Dispel Magic is gonna save him from failing... His wisdom checks. Magic? No, magically cursed. Is it all things on yep. Todd or one thing? Like She's one creature, uh-huh. object, magical. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. It says magical effect. I'm going to say it is clear. So you're not cursed either. Uh, the hug is not as good as you thought it was, Todd. The hug is a little bit greasy. It's a little like like the person. The person is not bathed in too long. This person has a, a neck beard. And their hug is not as good as you thought it was a second ago. And also, you do not know this person. This is not an old friend. And I feel like this is also an opportunity for a surprise attack for Todd. Yes. So, who rolled a 23? I did. Okay. Do you want to go or do you want to hold your action? I was hoping to get a surprise round off. Alright, so 23 for the first arrow. And then 19 plus 9... 28 for the second arrow. Two arrows thump into this large, smelly Lamia. What's the damage? Ew, it's smelly. Um, right, right before the arrows plunk into him, he does look over at Helena and go, are we really going to play with a girl before you sink two arrows into this toxic player? Murder him. So, uh, Max on the first roll of 12 and second roll is 10. 22 so damage total? 22 damage. All right. Did you kill it? And as a bonus, I choose one creature I can see. As a bonus action, I use Planar Warrior. As a bonus action, choose one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. The next time you hit that creature on this turn with a weapon attack, all damage dealt by that attack becomes force damage, and the creature takes an additional 1d8 force damage from the attack. Well, shit. Okay. So... Did you use that before or after? Oh, no, you just shot. You just went with shooting. So this is yes. a follow-up. Okay. All right. So that's your turn. Yes? Yes. Okay. Go again. Go again. Uh, okay. I was going to read something real quick. Cool. Uh, on top of that, I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Zephyr Strike. Zephyr Strike. Uh, you move like the wind Zephyr. until the spell ends and move it does not provoke attack of opportunities. Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn. The attack deals an extra 1d8 force damage on hit. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> Hell yeah, this next one's gonna really hit him. Alright, so twenty seven to hit and a twenty one to hit. So those are hits. Yeah. Cool. So for the first one You're gonna fuck this thing up right away. Eight. Yeah, pretty rough. Uh for eight 12, 20 total, plus an additional 10. So 30 for that first. Damn. And then... Ouchie. If, if I'm reading this right, that uh, that Planar Warrior only counts for the first attack, right? I believe I, I believe so. I don't know your class. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yes, it's only the first one. All right, and then 10 okay. additional, so 40 total. Okay, fuck. Uh, there's no resistances on this creature. You, choof. You watch arrows sprout in all sorts of very unfortunate places, and Emil lets out a cry and immediately goes, My friend, help me! Uh, to the one he's hugging, Todd. Todd, uh, <laughs> Emil is going to try to get out of your hug on its round because it goes just after our friend, Daro. Daro, you are making a character sheet, but I will let you tell me, try, what do you, what do you want to do? But I... It might be a no, but because you got to make that character sheet. It's real important. Sure. Session um, is in five minutes, and you realized you forgot to fucking do this. Like, <laughs> sure. Which is why, which is why Daro says, as I said, I already made the best character. You so did. He remakes his character. So, which what do means I make he you already roll? knows all the things to fill it out. He just goes, oh, and he takes his quill. Roll and- a history check. <laughs> yeah, because how many years have we been playing this good nut game? Do- Once a year. Do it with advantage because it's your oh. it's your care your only character I'm assuming Daro has ever ever played. played. Yes. Out Absolutely. of curiosity, what character did Daro play? A paladin named Todd. <laughs> 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 now I think I think actually uh, Daro did play a fighter. Daro thought highly of his of the ability to be a fighter, but he grew up and was like, "Oh no, I don't do that. I don't, I'm not really that I don't guy." Do that. So what I'm did you roll? Uh, 14 plus history is three, 17. All right. You're, you've just got like a couple more things to do it. You'll be able to finish it up on your next round. Like I, I'm almost done. Hold, hold on guys. You're going too fast. Uh, real quick before I move off of your round, what, what race was Daro? He's a half elf. No, no, no. What did he play? Oh, what? <laughs> uh, Daro. Daro was jealous think, of the horns. No, well, <laughs> no, I think, I think Daro being like a, being a half elf. He always wanted to be either one or the other, right? Because he hasn't really gotten a, a a a good reception. And because at the time she was older than us and played with us, maybe he really <laughs> liked the idea of being an elf. Aww. Now that he's technically older than she is, he probably wouldn't anymore. <laughs> so you're putting the finishing touches on your character sheet and you're about to write elf and you go, mm, human. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that makes it, like I said, Emil's turn. Emil is, tr- Emil is trying to break free of what he considers a friendly hug. Todd, are you going to let him let get out of your hug or no? I'm going. Not with- if he can't beat a dirty Mitch. Oh, <laughs> a dirty Mitch! Oh, filthy, dirty Mitch. I am sorry to say that he does have a plus three to strength and therefore got a 15. Oh. It's fine. So he, he, he like slaps away at you and gets out of your grip. And that is going to take his action. He is going to go ahead and move away from the fire. Does he get a little bit further back? And he's going to, uh, yeah, from Todd, who he doesn't expect to hit him. Got you, bud. Be judged, vile charlatan! Flames of virtue! 
And uh, Todd's sword lights with golden flickering flame. Uh, does a nat 20 hit? Oh, oh yeah. baby. No. No. Oh actually, my god. It, Amel. Actually, she's non-Newtonian, so it doesn't. Yeah. Smashing that angle. Oh, okay, then what about the 17 plus 7? They both hit. Or whatever the fuck. You only get one. It, it, it's it's yeah, one exciting opportunity. And, uh, I don't think he'll do but, more. But I, used, but, uh, but I used a spell. Oh. I could do that. Yeah. 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 So let me do awkward damage. 20, 26. Okay. Can I roll too? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeppers. <laughs> 26 before you roll. Love it. Hit that love roll, it. Bud. Love house. I love seeing Jay's eyes get big when he hears about damage. I love this house rule. It's fixed crits That's, forever. Uh, four, six. On top of the 26 you already did? Let me check, but yes, I believe so. Wow. Fantastic. I've got a lot of weirdly stacking bonuses that D&D Beyond just doesn't even try. Todd, what does it look like when you kill Amel? Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't even get to do anything. Oh, I'm sorry, Elena. <laughs> Holy shit. Your blood a fucking You're... raw ass line and everything. Oh, oh man. Say, go, go, go ahead and say it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take away from Todd. Let him have his kill. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, Todd just steps forward, grabs him by the shoulder, and just impales him with the sword and his whole as body. You as he touches you, in help golden me, flames. Be judged for your evil! I just wanted to play the game. Bitch! <laughs> and, uh, that's... Oh right about God. then, Daro finishes his character sheet and then goes, I don't need this. Crumbles <laughs> the sheet and throws it at the... <laughs> Uh, Amel. <laughs> it bounces off his head as the light goes out of his fucking eyes. Uh, I'm gonna say and Todd's just standing there with him impaled too. Like Todd didn't have a follow up to that. Oh. He's just Todd's kind of stuck. Aim Amel is dying. He is a, he is conscious and dying. You've defeated Amel. Uh, but we, we, if we want to have any discussion with Amel on his way out, we're gonna not close that door. Uh, <laughs> he 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 he. Uh, what do you guys do? <laughs> Who's next? Because technically, there's a pla displacer beast. Oh, yes. Uh, as he dies, though, you watch the displacer beast shake their heads like they've yes. been under a spell, and you look that they seem to be very confused. Wait, I have a turn, too, right? Because that was just a fuck, reaction. Fuck, that was yeah, it's your turn. Oh, my God. It's your turn. It's, it's now your turn. turn. He's gonna it's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. Do you repent in the light of justice, creature? Yes. <laughs> Repentance. Yes. I, I, I yeah. He repented. I, I repent. No, he repented. I repent. I repent. He repented. He repented. Yeah. No, I no. totally repent. All the flames, the lights go away. You're totally yeah, fine. Yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. Like the flames goes away, the lights goes out, the sword's not glowing anymore, and uh. Only I want to play with you guys anymore. <laughs> and Todd heals him for uh God nine damage. Damn it, nine hit Todd. <laughs> the benevolent light of justice in all that is sacred. Todd, do not let him down until he apologizes to Helena. Uh, you watch as the displacer beasts turn tail and run out of the room. Um, they want none of this smoke that, that has come down so heavily on their master. Uh, when, they, when they leave, they need to roll for difficult terrain in the mushroom pond. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they trip on, they hear mushrooms scatter and they fall over and yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
You look at Emil. Emil looks over at Helena, and he's like, "I apologize for what? I don't understand." Uh, Helena's face kind of normally is very cheery and happy, and it goes dark, and she reaches for her whip. The one that I, was kind of, it looked like rope on her back, but when you pull it out, you see it's like a 15-foot whip. Conrad hides further behind the rock. Oh, God. And she swings it once, and she goes, don't worry, Vesper knows what you need. Remember, okay. the future is female. Apologize or suffer. Uh, uh, roll intimidate. <laughs> 16. Uh, he looks very cowed, but he still looks like, uh... I, I, I just want to play the game the way I think the game should be played. Edo, Edo agreed, didn't you? And Edo's like, now that the spell kind of wore off Edo, he's like shaking his head. Nah, man, not not at this table. Divine gavels. <laughs> Daro puts it's his uh, arm over. Shush, yeah. Daro puts his <laughs> arm over Edo, and uh, says, "All right, Edo, let's go home. We're all incredibly sorry for missing out last year. It's time that we." <laughs> Begin our celebrations. And he starts guiding him out. Uh, what is Divine Gavels? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the one you guys couldn't see earlier. So, uh, Todd's halo just sort of melts and disperses golden light. And they spin around and they turn into these big, heavy, like, smithing judgment hammer. that just drop on everything within five feet. But fortunately, I pursued him when he uh, moved away. So he rolls, he rolls or he takes damage. If you Aren't roll you to kill him, him again, next fifteen. I'm a, if next you 15. if you attempt to kill him again, he dies. He's only alive based on your good graces. If those good graces yeah. are over, I have tons of healing spells and so a cantrip of spare the dying. I At, will not let the slight go. Yes, no, hey, I'm pretty sure I've got a diamond here this somewhere. Before we leave, as Daro leads Edo from the room, you guys hear the whips and cracks and divine light. Of you guys teaching him proper table etiquette. Uh, just before sounds. just before me and Edo walk out of the room, I look over at my partner, my often partner in actual crime, Conrad, and I go, uh, I say, make sure you grab me anything that looks nice. It's only I, fair. All you see is a quick wink back. <laughs> <laughs> Repent, you gatekeeping weasel! <laughs> Women deserve to be in the game just as much as men. Sorry, not I have. Say your story. Uh, Divine gavels. Uh, have no. more than enough good shrooms to keep him alive. I don't think you guys are playing this game right. <laughs> By Vespra's light, be healed. Whoosh. And then let Vespra take away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Forgiveness is the virtue of charity. I just wanted to play a Hadozi. They sounded fine. They're not an optimized build. <laughs> Gavels of light. That's good for me. <laughs> you guys, after handling your business, Yes, we meet at the mouth of the cave. Yeah, I help I we help uh, Edo through the whole cave. You you all guys the get things. you guys get Edo all the way home and his family is so happy to see him. There's a huge like the kids run up and give their dad a hug. Everyone gives you hugs. There's thanks all around. And the the wife hoping for the best has cooked a meal. And you guys get ready to eat and you're sitting down with Edo for this meal and you're catching up. I don't know why everyone says anal is such a big deal. That was terrible. I have children here. As I told you, madam, he was safe the whole time. 
Never ruler. Dara gives you a wink. <laughs> yeah, um, that it's good thing they came, because I was just trapped in the old pit, you know? Luckily, I had food. <sighs> of course. We always used to... He rolled a nat one. Dara does not believe that at all. Oh, uh, nah, hey, he's been aided by me. Remember oh, sure. what your mother said, children. Followed Avoid up with a five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 guys. Thanks for coming and getting me out of there. Of course. Now let of us course. partake in the good nut feast. We are here to have fun. No? It is the only apology we could have possibly given you. Uh, yeah, I... I, I, I you last year. You, you guys are busy. No, I get it. I, I just wanted to make sure that, like, because you guys are doing such important stuff, I wanted to make sure that this game was, like, big, so I wanted to go clear out the old cave and... Maybe do, like, I had a whole adventure path planned. It was going to be my best work, I think. So I, I just wanted to make sure that you guys felt like like you were having a good time at table so that you would feel like coming back. I was worried that maybe you were outgrowing it. Uh, oh, no, my friend. How could I outgrow Gorzo Gordrinker? I, I took a week what off to play this game. I will never overgrow our friendship. The children want to ride the axe beaks. But they said their mother would say no and to check with you. All right, well, I'm going to go help Deer with that. And then you guys finish up dinner because it's time to roll initiative. And we're going to play when I get back, okay? Soft mother, I require aid building a new character. Did you guys kill Emil? Uh, I would, I would say this, my friend. Um, He only had 50 gold on him. I'm a little mad as I hide the pouch. Of course, as a priestess of Vespra. When he posed no real danger to anyone, I re-educated him, but I didn't kill him. What Todd did when my back was turned isn't on me. He repented in such a marvelously pitiful manner. I could not possibly have dealt the final blow to such a weeping creature. Fair, fair enough. He has I... changed you, Todd. And grew a mushroom out of his throat. He's a weird character, and once I got free i realized he didn't try to kill me he seemed actually legitimately excited to play this game i just don't think he's a good fit for our table do you maybe we could hook him up with some of the old crew we used to know you uh, know i don't think that would be possible i can take him to hell actually that that's probably a, a can you do that that's probably a good place for him to go play there's a lot of people who might play the game the way he likes to play it there i return to my conquest of light blood and fire on thursday i like that sure Madam, as always, this food is delicious. They don't have internet there, right? So he can't give his opinion on the game? No. No, it is. Oh, good. That's the I'm Bob from accounting to get the books, and he's fucking slow. Todd, <laughs> are you going to play your character, yes. Dot? What? Are you... No, that one died, remember? <laughs> we have to build a new one. Again! Yeah. I am not good at the numbers! What are you going to name this one, Todd? I grow weary of defeat at the hands of these pitiful clattering rocks. They show no mercy. They are devices. They must be devices of evil. I shall show them! And Todd begins to glow and it's uncomfortable because that never hit. <laughs> Conrad pulls out a whole character folder and goes, here, you can pick one of mine. If I'm going to play your character, I must play it like you. <laughs> Duh. Drunken. Duh! Happy. Fun. Ooh, hold on. I brought something special. The good wine. Seventeen! Did anybody bring the good nuts? I did, uh, of snacks. course. Uh, I've <laughs> got the good nut. Just the good nut spirit. Right oh, we got these good rooms. All right, everybody. Roll initiative. <laughs>
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. We are, we are done unless you want to keep goofing. This is the end. That's the yeah, end of the episode. No, I think that's a good end to the end. <laughs> Sick burn! <laughs> Sick burn! <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was a good one wait yes. hang on hang on hang on hang on guys one last thing one last thing what class was I playing wizard <laughs> sorcerer nope bard nope I thought you were a paladin nope nope that was just intent to make you think such nope Alden Alden nope. Alden doesn't want to guess because he doesn't know fifth enough you know what we say here on Torchwood Tavern boys fuck your warlock uh, fuck should've known alright Gus, I have a problem! What comes after 30 and 30? 30 and 30 and 30, 30, 30. You mean 30, oh, wait, 30 31! Wait. Sure. It's a wisdom 30, save. 30, 32! It's a wisdom save? Yes. 30, 33! Uh, yes, continue. Nine! Fuck, I have advantage! Should've just rolled two so dice. Why I rolled the same dice twice? They keep rolling, baby. <laughs> it's gonna be a bummer when the party goes to leave and they can't because we've blocked the way with mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Get eaten, boys. Mm-hmm.